What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. And that's so you can. Indeed, we are on time, huh? Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here. Being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans, where we take that slow Tuesday and we do a little belly deli. The Fupa print goes crazy. I got money. All right. Shout out to you guys, man. It's a slow Tuesday for me. All right. Um, potentially, I got me a gordita on the way. And that's you. All right, man. Anyway, man, this is going to be a great show today. Today, what are we talking about here? The dating life cycle of the modern woman. And we're going to talk about the modern man, too, uh, for the women, the 10 toes up gang that is in the building, the feet picture gang. Shout out to you ladies out there. I hope you got your toenails polished and all of that. And that's you. And I hope your sugar daddy paid for all of it. But uh, anyway, man, what a great show, man. We're going to talk about that. It's kind of like the life cycle of the butterfly. <laughs> all right. We're going to take her all the way through the beginning stages. We'll take the men on the beginning stages as well, ladies, of the dating life cycle of the modern woman and the modern man. All right. So we're going to do this. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. If you're offended by this particular content and you think this content is not uh, suitable to, to your stomach, uh, go ahead and leave right now. That's that's what we're doing. <clears throat> We ain't playing no games right now. You know, we're not going to shame, blame, explain. All right. Shout out to Ramil Amar, Amir, Amir. Shout out to Ramil. All right. With the shame, blame, and explain. I love it. All right. And I'm probably be shame, blame, and explaining as well. All right. So how dare you? How dare you? All right. But anyway, man, Um, I think um, we're going to have a great show. This is going to be a great show. We're going to learn. This is the best edutainment show here on YouTube, as you guys know. So do me a favor. Hit the like button in this building. We're going to get right into it because there's going to be a lot here. I, I had a graph and the graph got a little bit complicated. So. Parting the crudity of this particular model, it is not up to scale. Anybody know what movie that's from, by the way? If you know what movie that's from, I'll give you a one red cent. All right. Parting the crudity of this model, it is not up to scale. All right. If anybody knows the name, that quote, if anybody knows the movie from where's that quote I took that from, let me know. Anyway, Scrum Diddly Umptious is here. He's going to get Scrum Diddly Umptious. I got to make time for my gordita. All right, we got a Salzen's got it. Salzen's 2000 got it. Back to the Future. Mike D got it. Maryland guy got it. Back to the Future. Doc, Doc, uh, Doc, one of Doc quotes is, uh, pardon, yes, Maryland guy got it. All right, as well. So shout out to you guys. Pardon the, oh, we got it right there. Everybody knows, man. I guess, I guess, I guess it's one of those things. Yeah, pardon the crudity of this model. It is not of the scale. All right. So that's Doc's, one of Doc's quotes. Anyway. Where are we at here? <laughs> I didn't. Ha yeah, he didn't have time to paint it. So uh, anyway, one of my that is my favorite trilogy, by the way. So if anybody wanted to know, that's how I get down. Back to the future style. So um, anyway, because I'm in the future, by the way, this is my hologram. I'm in the year 2030. Anyway, let's get to the show. Uh, if you want to support today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. If you want to uh, support on Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV is going to be the Venmo. We're going to read it. I got it up here. They let me sign in today. All right. <laughs> Uh, if you want to donate via PayPal, the PayPal link is at the top right there, but uh, they holding my money hostage. All right. They letting the brother, they like, you ain't going to eat next week. And you ain't going to see no uh, junior college pizza leave either. I got money. Anyway, shout out to the junior college ladies, man. These women, man, getting bold. All right. I'm going to tell you, man, when we get to the members content, I'm going to show you how emboldened these women are getting. I mean, the, the, the stuff they're asking for is absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. Some some girls, and they're they're very average. Some of them are like, like I don't really like doll type, model type, 
I'm not into those type of women. Like maybe if I had like a special occasion and I could pour crystal all over her fake titties or something like that. I mean, this is a family show. This is a family show. Maybe if I did something like that, you know what I mean? And had an orgy, you know what I mean? And it got a suite and I came in with my damn, you know, James Bond tux or something like that. And I just wanted to be like humiliate and degrade someone. Maybe, you know what I mean? But not for no peace. Lee. Like what the hell? They like celibate. You know what I mean? The celibate stage. Oh, I got a great little thing for you, but um, let me acknowledge the brothers and sisters to come out here that came out here to let their voice be heard early on. Oh, by the dude, I got some great news, by the way. If you ordered from my Etsy store five months ago, your winter outfits, they're here. All right, hold on for a second. They arrived today. I picked them up today. Sheesh. It only took five months. They were behind on the supply chain. Good Lord. All right. So I got them today. So now I got to get to packing them up. Or I got to get me a Kaylee over here to start packing my stuff up because, you know, my God. Now you guys are going to get hoodies and sweats in the summer. But it's on its way. All right. I paid everybody off. Actually, I haven't checked the merchandise. I, the box is still in my car. Shout out to uh, Eugene says, uh, what's up, coach? Let me know if I need to cancel my last few date donations on PayPal and rescind them through Venmo. All right. Appreciate that. I'm going to see what they're doing, man, because they're acting funny. And they're like, oh, you got to see there's too many donations coming in and we don't know what's what. And you got to act as if you ship something off and they may end up saying, well, we won't give you. It's it's actually insane. Uh, so I'm going to see what they do in the next couple of days, uh, what they do. So I'll let you guys know. Some of you guys might have donated for free over the last probably a week. <laughs> All right. So not even maybe it's about three shows. So uh, we'll see as well what's going on over there. So I appreciate you, Eugene, uh, for looking out. And uh, that's that. Who else is over here? Who else is over here? This is on PayPal. Uh, shout out to Maurice P. All right, you didn't say anything, brother, but you actually co-sponsored today's show. And they put a hold on it. All right. <laughs> baby got a hold on me. Baby got a hold on me. Baby got a hold on me. They holding them. Hey, look, uh, Young Ripper's going through the same thing. Despicable. PayPal's acting despicable. Shout out to SA. Oh, you know what it is? It's the contractor. He says, Coach, why are you scared of the little, little belly deli? All right, who likes bellies? <laughs> who likes bellies? Should we do a poll? Because I know some of y'all nasty boys are in here. And that's you. Shout out to the nasty boys. The nasty boys, you know, you knew you know you love some belly deli. I know, man. Let me do this. Where are we at here? I need to give y'all something. Y'all love a little belly deli. Don't, 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 don't lie to me, man. Y'all love the football parent go crazy. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Hey, look, somebody's hitting it. Somebody's hitting it. We already know that's happening. All right, come on, man. Some of y'all be looking for the belly. They got to have a belly. And then you know what I mean when they when them when them saggy waggies be sitting on top of the belly, you know how y'all like it. I'm just telling y'all. Anyway, the football print go crazy. If my likes ain't like my damn my viewers, we gonna definitely get the belly deli today. And I know that's some of y'all's fantasy out here. Don't lie to me. You ain't got a lot to kick it. You ain't got a lot to kick it. <laughs> all right. I know some of y'all down bad. Shout out to Coach Junior. He says, yo, Coach, shout out to all the guys spending their last dollar on 304s and these business owners flexing. He says, but I'll tell you, this is McDonald's and Walmart dumping. What the F they doing? He says, what the heck they doing? Acting like they making it. Check out Economics Chuck Barron's recent video, brothers. Don't act fake. 
save your coins. I wish we could tell uh, in the long term, in the next year. I mean, come on. I've been telling you this since 2018. Uh, the, this is a no flex zone. It's going to be a no flex zone in a while, but I, th there's going to be people who have it. And there's let me tell you something. The rich are going to get richer. So there's going to be people that have it um, or they actually they actually made up for it right during while everybody did it. So they're able to flex what they have earned in 2020 and 2021, 2022. Not a lot of people are going to be splurging. I mean, I don't know. Not unless they got it, got it. Not a lot of people are going to be splurging. What they're going to be doing is flexing what they kind of already had. And um, it is what it is. But, yo, it's going to get tight around here. Shout out to Coach Junior. It's going to get tight for everybody. I don't care who it is. It's going to be an interesting thing going on here with the recession. We're a bit, we're reaching a an official recession. Official recession. Like, what happened in 2020 and how tight it got in 2021? Like, we're going to feel the effects of this for years. And not only that, the price of the goods that have inflated, and I have a wristband on, but the the price of the goods that have, have risen due to inflation are not coming down. That is the that's the tough that that's the tough part that people don't understand. So what the price of things are today is the set price going on into the future. And your wages have not risen that much. And then you want to count in unemployment and whatnot, lack of motivation, lack of ambition. So Whatever the price is of everything today is going to be the set price. It ain't coming back. Oh, wait, who guess guess what ain't coming back? Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's <laughs> not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Somebody, Todd Johnson said, we're collapsing. It's far worse than that. Yes. If you want to be doom and gloom, I mean, essentially, we are collapsing. I mean, every the the, the very fabric of what was the United States is it's over. New, 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 new world order. Not to say that we're going to die or anything like that. I, it's not that. But what the United States was, it's gone. We've been, far, not a, you, listen, I don't want to get doom and gloom. I want to get with the, with the show. Remember 2019? Like, that wasn't that long ago. And we're so far away from 2019, bro. <laughs> mm. Shit. Like, our reality in 2019, we're light years away from that. By 2022, light years, what our lifestyle was, what we enjoyed, what the price of things were, what the, the what the wages were, what the what the inflation rate was, what the pay gap was. What I mean, we're light years from way we we've transitioned three long ass years. And most of it was with this dude. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's crazy, man. So, man, remember the times. I hope you guys enjoyed what you had because it's going to get tight on your, your tail. All right. Speaking of tight. Just wanted to throw that in. All right. We got a couple of people also on Cash App in the building. And it is, um, who is it? Who is it? It's, um, it's S-O, Studio IC says the Bishop. Lamar Whitehead gets robbed during a sermon. I actually considered if I was going to do that part of the show. I was like, am I going to talk about that? I was actually trying to figure out if I was going to talk about that, and I couldn't find a way to angle it. So, you know, uh, it was a situation that, you know, I know people had conspiracy theories. Oh, he literally got he got robbed or um, or he was insurance fraud or he's uh, one of those prosperity preachers. There were so many people taking angles on it. And I actually had an interesting angle on it myself. 
I said, maybe the wife set him up. All right, let's see here. You know, I was like, maybe the wife set him up because he was the one that got robbed. <laughs> right? I don't know. You know, that's where my mind is going to go. Who we got? Higher image status says, if I'm honest, I'm broke dating three-year plan. He says half for leverage. Otherwise, I'm on the back foot. All right, so broke dating, yes. Broke dating. Uh, uh, Women who broke date, it's offensive too. So I try not to get men to broke date, but women, I'm offended when you broke date because it's plain out desperation. I mean, there's women in here that that had a little, you know, arrangement or they had a situation where they're hungry and they're like, they 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 top out the market. They're like, all right, the next guy got to come in way super higher than that. There's women out there asking for four to $5,000 for an arrangement. For a month, $1,000 for a, a piece of peace leave. I mean, you got to be sitting here like, now, let me just say this. There's somebody going to pay. Somebody's going to pay it. If they put it out there long enough, somebody's going to pay it on some of these girls. But they got the gall to ask for stuff like that. And you're going. <laughs> and so if you go back and reflect to what we talk about in a recession, strippers know. That you can't do that. The strip clubs get barren. The strip clubs start losing. And so these women that that are amateurs or renegades, they jump online. All right. My last arrangement was four to five thousand dollars. So I'm just like four to five G's. Like dudes don't even make four to five G's. Like you have to work your fingers to the bone for four to five G's. And they be sitting up there uh, four to five G's. I'll see you once a week. And I'll come in in an hour in and out. Nothing else. All you do is get your salami wet or I put a condom on. You know, you're sitting there like. It's crazy, man. But they're, listen, they're not getting they're not getting it on a consistent basis, so I wouldn't worry about it. But I always watch them fix their lips and I'll be like, these people are lunatics. So shout out to XL Pro Services, man. And we're going to get into the show. All right. Now we got a couple more. Nolan Harrison says, thank well, I shouldn't said all that. But thanks for all everything that you do, coach. Shout out to you and your government name. Uh, Capri Shun, <laughs> Capri Shun, he says, I'm not happy. Oh, man, <laughs> what a riot. What a riot, man. Never feel like you got to pay that. They just asking what they're doing is they're asking high so you can settle into a position where, oh, okay, that's what I wanted anyway. So these are all games that they play. Quit playing games with my heart, with my heart. By the way, by the way, viewer discretion is advised, and this show does not promote hate or harm. We don't put no harm or for anybody, all right, for anybody. Hey, we're going to show you a very good video here. Um, This is video of that's indicative of what you would call a female nature, all right, if you will. And so here's a video. I hope you guys enjoy this particular video. This video, I don't know where it was taken, but it seems like there's a woman walking down the street, kind of how you're walking down the street. She's somewhat indifferent about you. Uh, You pass her up, and then you're looking at her. She's looking at a peripheral vision. Um, and she sees you coming a mile away and what she's attempting to do, you know, she wants to not, she got too many people in her DMS and all that stuff. She ain't got no time for you. She ain't got no time for you. So as you walk past her, she dodging you already. She already giving you objections. She already giving you body language. She even looking past you. She's looking through you. She see your ass coming and she hits your ass with the sidestep. But just like many women and I've coached women in basketball, sometimes when things go past them, they never look behind them. They never look behind them to check. They just say that person's gone. I remember when I catch coach basketball, um, a defender will run. This person will dribble past a defender 
and act like the defender disappeared only for the defender to come back behind them and tip the ball. And you're like, what, what, what were you thinking? Like that person was gone. They disappeared. And they're like, Hey, yeah, I don't see them no more. This is kind of how they go through life. They don't have any vision. They just sidestep things. And then if those things are behind them, they don't even check. But let's take a, let's take a look here at this Euro step and see what happened. All right. Oh, tire go and wham. All right. Oh, my goodness. Let's take a look again. She saw that tire coming a mile away. She hit you with that objection. No cold approach me. Oh, no, but wham right back from behind. Hey, don't talk to me. Oops. I didn't realize you were still there. Oh, and you're you're still there. Oh, my gosh. I sidestepped you once and it's behind me. But here I come. This is the decisions they make. And oftentimes it comes right back to harm them. Oh, that's that. There goes accountability and responsibility. Oh, I make a decision. And I sidestep accountability, and here it is again. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, you should have looked behind you. Man, have some vision. And also, no accountability comes right back behind you. Oh, man, that's just a damn shame. This is no spatial awareness at all. Come on, man. How do you, what, what do you think? The tire disappeared? Wouldn't you want to look if the – let me see what the tire's doing? Oh, I sidestepped the tire. Hey, ain't no need. Look at that. I sidestepped it. I'm strong and independent, and I don't need to worry about what's behind me now. I don't need to worry about what's behind me because it's gone. He's out of my life. Responsibility's out of my life, right? He ain't coming back. But bam, I'm like, how did you, how did you forget that the tire actually could ricochet off of something? I mean, you didn't want to track the tire down. You didn't want to look it down the eye. You didn't want to be like warn anybody else. Hey, a tire's coming down the street. Nothing. You just gonna sidestep it. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> It's all gone. It's gone away. And then, wham. I mean, listen, this is how life strikes you, man. Life strikes you. Kicks you in the ass sometimes. As a matter of fact, if you did want to see the full video of this one, someone does. Oh, I got to turn the volume down on this one. Someone has the fuller video of this one so we can see what's up. And uh, as you can see, she's minding her own business and she's watching you come in a cold approach. And she said, oh, hell with all that cold approach my ass. Yeah, baby. Ain't no cold approach out here. She look the next step she took. She was like, shit. I'm strong and independent, man. I dodged that damn tire and then ricochet and then wham. Oh, my goodness. Damn. That was like a RKO. Now, check this out. I want you to notice what happens immediately, brothers. I mean, not even three seconds. Not even three. One, two, three. Here they come. Here I come to save the day. There's one. We got one guy coming to the rescue. She decided to leave the house and. Couldn't even walk down the street, right? So we got one person coming. Oh, there's a second one. There's a second one. Here he comes. Oh, there's a third one. That looks to be a female. She gone. The woman. <laughs> there was a woman. She walked right past her. So don't tell me, well, these guys are good guys helping her. A woman walked right past her. Let's go ahead and review the film. Let's rewind it again. Here's a woman. Oh, well, that's good. These citizens are caring for her. Here comes a woman. You see her enter the screen. There it is. There she is. Let's see how much they care for each other. She was like, well, that's sad for her. <laughs> she left out. She was like, all right. Nope. Here we go. Number three coming out with his phone. Perhaps. He, damn. I don't know if he even paying attention. He don't give a damn. All right. So there's another simple. Oh, here we go. Four. There's the fourth gentleman. There's the fifth one coming across the street. Oh, boy, they all came out. One, two, there's six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six gentlemen. 
Boy, all man, I tell you, man, boy, just to walk down the street, Jesus. All right, let's let's give him a man, let's give him a <laughs> man. <laughs> Their good man came out. He's such a good man. He's a good man. Not even the women would help. There was like hell with that woman. She should have watched where she was going. Anyway, I wonder how much he had to, how much seeds he had to guzzle down the esophagus that night. <laughs> she was catching salami everywhere. It was like a salami. Remember that, you know, that meme where all the hot dogs was hitting her face. That's probably what happened that later that night. All right. Anyway, uh, let's, let's, let's go into the show. We're going to have some fun. I had to loosen it up. We had to warm up the crowd. So, we're talking about the spectrum. Let's go ahead and put the picture up of the spectrum. All right. I hope you guys watch this uh, particular thing here. Here's the spectrum. So I always talk about uh, typically women operate in a spectrum, more or less. You don't know where they are on the particular chart anywhere in their particular life. And I'm going to go through several stages that women go through for the modern woman. And then we'll talk about the men. But a lot of times this is how men look at women. And we look at women very one dimensionally. All right. This is also some back to back to the future stuff as well. You got to stop looking at life one dimensionally. And when we have discussions about women, of course, unfortunately, in this manosphere, everybody's talking about men and women as if they're one dimensional. And it's actually quite sad. And so what we'll do is we'll say, I do this type of strategy. So therefore, I'm this. And you think you're that in your entire life. And you'll reflect back when you were in high school and you were the man. And then you are now here and you're 46 years old. All right. Face full of just for men. And you're still that guy. Like you never went through no ebbs and flow. All right. You never even evolved. You just actually just stayed there. You were eternal forever blatchelor. You were eternal player. You were eternal pimp. Right. Uh, we like to think of things very one dimensionally. But um, and this is a one dimensional perspective here. Let me see if I can actually uh, make this a little larger. That's what he said. Wait a minute. What is this? Oh, I cropped it. But anyway, <laughs> all right, forget it. I actually made it larger anyway. That's what he said. But here we go. We actually have these quadrants. And these quadrants, you will say, Mac Live Matters. And then you'll say MGTOW, which you're not a forever MGTOW. You're, you're, you were evolved into that in certain type of phase on certain spectrums. And then you'll even migrate out of that. You'll go back to dating and you'll go back to the good man and you'll go back to a serious, very, very, so you're not in this dimension your whole life. Neither are you a player your whole life or a Mac. Neither are you a pit. And then you'll be down here. I'm a married guy. I'm a good guy. You weren't like that the entire time. You were on a spectrum and we're going to describe where that spectrum is. You ebbed and flowed and you found your comfort zone. Even now in your comfort zone, you're not in that one dimensional box. You're actually somewhere outside of that. Like you you're married, but you cheat. Okay, where are you on the on, on the you're, you're not in that quadrant anymore. All right. You married and you cheat. Right. Where are you at? Or you're you're a Mac, but you got caught simping. Where are you at? You're on a spectrum. So we look at things as one dimensional in 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 our audiences and we teach things one dimensionally. But I often say, no, we're in a spectrum, man. We're all over the place. Like even the guy that's like, oh, I'm red pill. You end up simping. Or you're red pilled and you get married. Like that's it happens. And this thus lets me believe that people don't understand that we're in a spectrum. We ebb and flow. There's no one way to define us. You can't define us. There's married men and there's married women that cheat. There's married men that hire women off seeking. 
where are you at? There's married men that trick. There's single men that trick. Where are we at? Where we're on some sort of spectrum and we ebb and flow. So when we talk about women, they're also in a spectrum. So a lot of women will say, well, coach, I'm a good girl. All right. And I don't know where you're meeting these women and you're bitter and hurt. Right. So they'll say something like that. And I'll say lies. Mm -hmm. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. Yeah. Like a chameleon. A chameleon is described in our sphere as somebody that plays a role. And then ultimately she's this role or she'll change it to suit her um, uh, agenda. She'll become a feminist all of a sudden. Right. And she was saying that she was a good, a traditional wife. So in this situation here, the people will lie about what position they're in and try to define themselves one dimensionally. And you cannot define yourself one dimensionally. We're very three dimensional. We're very three dimensional. Okay. And we live different lives. So we're going to go through right now the lives that women live. The lives that women live. And again, I tried to make a, a, a model on this one. I tried to make a scale and it became quite difficult. All right. So my visuals are not going to be that good today. But I do have some good sound effects. All right. I do have some good sound effects. We do. We do have that. All right. So stage one. And remember, when I give you these stages, I didn't even put, you know what I forgot to put? I forgot to put the banner. Damn it. My editor too. Stage one. All right. So I'm going to have to put them in as I go. And that sucks. Oh, damn. This is going to take mess up the show. All right. But anyway, stage one is going to be for women. We're staying on women now. All right, not the men's spectrum. We're on women. We'll go to men at the end of the show. Stage one for every woman. And just remember, they can arrive back at these stages of the spectrum at any point. So they can start off at this one. Many women may think they start off on this one, or we might think a woman starts off on this one. But she can be any age and come back on this spectrum. All right, so she her behavior can be as if she's stuck here. So she can be 38 and act like she's 22 and then stay play naive. All right. Or you won't know her history and then she'll come back to stage one. You see what I mean? And stage one is young and dumb, young and dumb. All right. So the, what's indicative of someone that is on the young and dumb stage? And this is where many women start off. So what happens on the young and dumb stage is that they just don't know they're inexperienced. All right. But they're starting to get experience because they're starting to get, get attention or interest. Many women get interest in young boys based on, you know, they, they want to be with the guy or they may say, hey, he's he's cute or, you know, he looks like a little innocent puppy or whatever it is. And so she's going to start becoming curious. All right. Boy crazy is indicative of somebody that is in the young and dumb stage. And so she puts herself in various, very precarious positions that we describe in um in our nursery rhymes. All right. Or the, the little red riding hood. You know what I mean? She puts herself with the three little Negro. I mean, the three little bears. All right. And she'll go out there and I'm going to just go walk down the street at 1 a.m. type of dumb stuff. And you're like, you can't do that. Why? Why? Well, nobody should. Men should not be uh, jumping on women. Well, they're going to do it. Just stay in the house. The big bad wolves out there. You know what I mean? And you're trying to get them to understand the young and dumb. And so what happens at the young and dumb stage is they can be forever corrupted at this stage forever. Many things are going to happen this young and dumb stage, and it could be dangerous things. Some girls get deleted. I mean, I'm telling you, if you watch 2020, some girls don't even make it out of this stage. I mean, they, they get forever stuck in a picture and they'll be 13, 14, 15. They get deleted. All right. Doing some dumb shit like they they went to their friend's house. They were doing the uh, water slide. They left. They walked home. Deleted. Sad, but true. Sad, but true. She thought that she could just walk down the street by herself. 
and so the big bad wolf got her. All right. They can also be corrupted at this particular stage and they may experience things. We'll talk about stage number two here in a minute. They're experiencing things that they think they should be experiencing, right? It could be fun. They might date a slightly older guy. She might be in her early teens and she'll make date somebody in their mid to late teens, which is a big, huge gulf. And uh, what happens is she'll start experiencing these things, thinking it's fun. She might smoke a little weed. She might get into, you know, a little bit of partying as she ages up. She might be 16, 17, 18. She'll start to get a fake ID, put herself in the presence of college dudes, fraternity parties. And then she'll get something will happen that will forever corrupt her from that point. Now, if you don't know her from these ages, you might meet this woman by the time she's 28 and 30. You might not know that this is in her past, but it is, unfortunately. And she's not going to let you know about it. If she does, she was like, I've done some young and dumb, stupid stuff. All right. I've done some stuff and they might be innocent. However, they got caught up and it could be in a situation. If you knew what it was, you would judge her from it. There's also some negative things that happen, very bad things. So they can get early exposure to sex, early exposure to drugs, early exposure to parties, uh, mainly through older siblings. Older siblings could lead her down a path. All right. So a woman that has older siblings going to be more experienced and knowledgeable as opposed to one that doesn't have any older siblings and they're the oldest, right? And so the older siblings will corrupt this individual. Not only that, let's talk about the very, very bad, bad things many women um, really don't resolve in their lives. A lot of times they are groomed by adults at this age, at the young and dove age, all right? So sometimes it might be an adult that they don't know, a stranger on the internet that lures her out, all right? Or it could be a relative, somebody close to her that touches her, begins to touch her, groom her or something like that. All right. Or she become acting fast. All right. She can have siblings and they're out hanging out late at night and she starts to hang out late at night. She starts to uh, do the things that emulate that that copy. And then some some older guy does something to her like he's slightly older, 18, 19, 20. And she's out there 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. And then she gets all touched up and battered and bruised and it corrupts her for life. Corrupts her for life. Yeah. Coaches. Uh, you have coaches that do these things to these people at this age. A young coach, I have stories of this, man. I have stories of this female and male coaches doing this to young girls in this young and dumb stage. And the 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 the, the player, the, the, the athlete is somewhat enamored by the coach and the coach is a superhero. And then the coach oversteps and starts giving them ride home and come over and let's review film and taking them out for ice cream, grooming them. And then they'll end up doing something sexual. Man, I got stories on this for days, all right? And I've never got caught up in any of that type of stuff. But I know plenty of people that have got male and female coaches that have done that exact thing. So these things happen in young women a lot, a lot more. And they never get resolved because a lot of times nobody believes the girl. The girl will say, well, this happened. Oh, what did you do? They may blame the girl. All right. Um, and the girl has to keep it within. She really um, is, is, is troubled by this particular thing, but she doesn't know how to express it. Or she might feel like, hey, this is the right thing to do. And, um, you know, it ended and they get troubled and traumatized. OK, so, guys, this is a this is happens a lot. Happens a lot. And here it is right here. A lot of people have this and it never gets resolved. OK, somebody said her mom. Um, could be possible. I would say her mom could be, probably be doing things to sabotage her, sabotage her. So in this situation, you deal with a lot of women that have this stage and then they go on to the next stage. And then some of these things that play out in this stage go to the next stage. Stage number two. Stage number two. And I love when I talk about this and you try to throw it back on me. Like it ain't happening in the world. Don't try me. <laughs> you, can, 
Y'all be trying to try me with that bullshit. Well, you sound like you know, as if it's not happening. It's happening, bro. I mean, look, Jeffrey Epstein, R. Kelly, it's happening. Stop it with the bullshit. Stop it with the bullshit. Don't throw it back on me. I've coached young girls in this age, and I've I've seen it happen. All right. So anyway, don't throw it back on me. This shit is in the news every damn week. All right. Anyway, just turn on 2020 and Dateline. It's on the news. All right. Stop with the bullshit. <laughs> I hate when people try to do that. Anyway, Sandusky, Jerry Sandusky. It's in the news. It's it's everywhere. Not only that, with this monkeypox thing. Now they're saying kids getting it. And now you got a question. How are kids getting it? Well, they're adjacent to men who sleep with men. Come on, bro. Yeah, the whole to catch a predator vibe. Come on, man. I swear to God. I swear to God. You people, man. I'm educating you. Here we go. Uh, stage number two from here. This stage number two is the Pookie and Chad and Tyrone year. So if they were able to dodge the young, dumb, and stupid, young, dumb, and full of cum, right, the Pookie years, and you can put Chad and Tyrone, but of course, wait a minute, that should be stage two, but I ain't got time to type all that. Stage two is the Pookie and Ray Ray years, or the Chad and Tyrone years. Now, depending on what environment they grow up in, it depends on who they deal with. Many people in this next stage, and again, this stage can be early teens all the way to 40. They can return back to this stage, and we'll show you that they return back to this stage at some particular point, okay? But the Pookie years and the Chad years are going to be present. So this person's late teens going into the 20s and, or in, in early 20s, they're going to start experiencing these Pookie years. And so many women, despite the fact that they might not even qualify for a Pookie, but Pookie has no discretion. He has no standards. He will bang out anything. So a lot of times you'll see a pog with a Pookie. You'll see a good girl with a Pookie. And the good girl has no business being with the Pookie, but she's in her rebellious years and she's tempting her fate and she'll end up with a Pookie for a period of time. Okay. And then the straggle daggles will be with the Pookie. Or a woman will be somewhat attractive and she'll go for the chat. She was like, hey, I could get the quarterback of the football team type of deal. Or I can get the running back. And then she'll forever be trying to make this guy commit to her. And he ain't going to have no room to commit. Chad Tyrone on the football team, he's not going to commit to her. He's going to constantly cheat on her and all of this stuff. So what's going to happen is the women who are actually um, disqualified from qualifying for a Pookie or a Chad will actually give themselves up sexually in crazy ways. Remember, there was always a girl in high school. You was like, how did how did Chad smash that? Chad smashed it at a party. And you like, and that's the only way she can get into the Pookie or the Chad game. It's just by just giving it up, right? She just gives it up, gives it up, gives it up. And uh, you're just looking, shaking your head. You're trying to get a piece of stank on your finger. And you think you are qualified for this woman, but she's out here going, nope, I'll let him do whatever I want. And you're like, what the hell? So girls will do this at this particular stage. They will go past, past the young and innocent. And now they're knowing what they're doing. They're so-called adults at this year's. But then they will act like, oh, you know, these dudes took advantage of me. They'll act stupid. One thing that will chase them out of these years. All right. Remember, they're in the spectrum. So there's going to be some girls that say, no, I'm a good girl. But she'll have lived this stage one and stage two. And she'll still define herself as a good girl at her present state. Well, in Coach in Coach Adama's years, in Coach Adama's definition, you are not a good girl. 
In coach's definition, you do not qualify in the quadrant of good girl. See, what you want to do is one-dimensionally tell me you're a good girl, but you have lived in stage one and two. You're not. You're on a spectrum. You were, you might be a good girl right now, but what were you before? Okay. Yeah, this would be like Sierra. Sierra, you're on, you're on the spectrum. You're over here. Wait a minute. Where's my damn pointer? Right now, you're in the good girl phase, but five years ago, 10, 12, three, you were over here. And you're kind of still there. You're kind of still right here in yellowish, greenish. You're in right here, yellow, greenish, bluish. Oh, I'm a good girl. Okay, okay, yeah, but. So we we're try, we got to stop thinking one-dimensionally with these kind of definitions of how we define ourselves. You're on some sort of ride, magical roller coaster ride, and now we're telling you, you were in your pookie years or your dusty years. Men and women be like, I ain't never dated no dusty. Yeah, you're always complaining about dusties. You're always sleeping with dusties and scrubs and whatever you want to define them as. You don't want no scrubs, but doesn't mean you haven't had any scrubs. You see what I mean? And even if you had one scrub, you were in these years. You know, you got caught up. Everybody gets caught up. Again, we'll get to the men here in a minute. But you got caught up. You were with scrubs, and now here you are. So the pookie years, what's going to happen is the how they get chased out of the pookie years doesn't mean they won't come back. How they'll get chased out is a pregnancy or a pregnancy scare or an STD or an STI scare. Now, that's the one thing that's going to sober you up. You're playing games. You're out here having fun. You're young and dumb. You're young and innocent. You're messing around. You're learning. You're getting screwed over. And then all of a sudden, you'll get a scare. Oh, shit, I'm knocked. And then you'll tell Pookie, hey, Pookie, I'm knocked. We having a baby. And he'd be like, <laughs> and he'd like I ain't, that, ain't my, that ain't mine. I want a DNA test. I ain't taking care of it. I don't want to be a daddy. Okay, that's going to be a scare. You're going to go, holy shit. Some women in this Pookie and Ray Ray or Chad and Tyrone years will have an early termination of pregnancy. Oh, yes. They will have not one, but two early terminations of pregnancies. Statistically, that's the case. And so here you are. Here's the woman saying, I'm a good girl. But in the Pookie and Ray Ray phase, she didn't pick up the package. She didn't pick up the HIV, the heavy jitties. She didn't pick up the herpes. She didn't pick up chlamydia and gonorrhea. She didn't have a pregnancy scare. She had an early termination of pregnancy. And she's going to sit over here saying, I'm a good girl. You're going, wait a minute. You didn't tell me about that herpes. You didn't tell me about that STI scare. Well, that's in the past. That doesn't matter. Oh, yes, it does. Because if you're going to one-dimensionally tell me, you're going to one-dimensionally tell me you ain't never been out here with no Dusties and you're all good and you have great judgment, but now you done terminated a pregnancy? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You better check them damn Planned Parenthood records. Check them damn Planned Parenthood records. Ask her for the file. Pull her file. And then you're going to find out. Guys, I actually did this when I was in coaching. I actually had medical information for many of the teams that I travel with. Because I would have to, if something, if they got injured, I would have to go to the hospital with them. And, and I was the person to say, hey, you can do X, Y, and Z because I was given the permission to do so. Here's their medical record. And I would check it just, you know, indiscriminately just to check. And I would come up in there and they would have to reveal their STI history. And I was floored. The women that did have STIs in their history, I was shocked. I was like, hmm? her? Her? This one had an STI? I was like, wow. And the ones you thought would have one had zero. 
<laughs> you're like, whoa. I thought she would have had a whole bunch of SDIs and she had zero. See, these are the things that you have to talk about. This is, I mean, you actually looking at them differently. Like I had one completely good girl, herpes. I was shocked because herpes is forever. And many people pick up this herpes in this pookie and Ray Ray Chad and Tyrone years. They get that scare. They get the herpes. And we look at the statistic of herpes. One in four women have herpes in the black community. As they say, one in two. Now, just because they don't have it visually, uh, you don't see the symptoms or you don't see anything on the outside or you don't see anything. You don't feel any um, feel any uh, cysts on the inside doesn't mean that they don't have it. So we're not talking about it's they have decoration down there, all of them. But they, they statistically, this is the, the, the numbers that we're going with. OK, so that's 25 percent and somewhere close to 50 percent in some areas. All right. Many people have in this. And they, by the way, they will run out here and say. I'm a good girl. Okay. This is what we're talking about, gentlemen. This is spectrum. There may be guys that say, I only mess with these type of women. Again, you don't know nothing about any of these women you're messing with. You know zero. Same as these women. You don't know anything about these men that are dealing with. Yo, he's a gentleman. He's debonair. He's nice. He pulls out a chair. This dude could have five babies all across the country and you wouldn't even know it. He could be a deadbeat ass dad on the run. You wouldn't even know it. But I can act like, mm-hmm, yes, I got my suit on, uh-huh, cufflinks, got my damn perfume, and here I am. Well, he evolved into that, but he could have been a plain old asshole back in the day, and we'll talk about his spectrum in a well as well. And he could be carrying. When we talk about carrying, he could be carrying the STD. So with, with this being said, when you talk about people that say, I don't deal with those type of women, you deal with 304s, you deal with straggle daggles, you deal with X, Y, and Z. Guys, many women have been one, two, three, or five of these particular women. Some women have been have skipped the stage, right? They were like, all right, I, I was young and dumb. I didn't go through the pookie years. So you will have a woman that say, not me. I never had one eye stands. I never slept with Dusties. They skipped it. Doesn't mean they're not going to come back and revisit it. Are we, are, are we, are we? Um, how, are we on it? People ask the some funniest questions. How do you not get an STD on seeking? Guys, well, let me tell you guys. I, I just keep telling you. I'm here to educate you and to entertain you. Let me tell you something. Many of the STD carriers are normie women or drug addicts. What you would think would be the STD. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you guys know. People think it's f flat out. The girls that are doing this are the STD characters. Are, and I'm here to tell you, most of the time, it's the normie women acting reckless, letting you slide in there raw so you don't think she's a slut. But the women that are out here actually trying to protect their interest and continue to celibate, they would be a little bit more, just uh, have a little bit more discretion and to protect themselves. It's opposite of what you think. People think the opposite. Oh, they're out here having random indiscriminate partners for money. They got to have an STD. Well, it's the opposite. The ones who are the ones out here normie trying to make you think that they're a virtuous woman, letting you slide in there raw so you didn't know she has a high body count. She's the one carrying it. Come on, guys. I'm trying to catch you guys up. They're the ones that don't get tested. Normies are the ones that don't get tested. They just tempt fate, tempt fate, tempt fate. It's the pog that gets banged out by 50 dudes and runs up there and says, one of these eight men are the daddy. Come on, gentlemen.
I've been around here too long. Again, it's the spectrum. She was dealing with her pookie years. She left it behind. She came back. She got a STI scare. It's not the workers on the street many times. It's not the girl on Seeking. They are protecting themselves way more than the normie girl. Way more. I actually gave you the statistics on condom use. It's scary out here. The normies aren't using them. Normie women barely are using them. It's like 30%. And even when you had affairs, people that had marriages, when they went out and cheated, small percentage of them were using condoms. And they were, come on, man. I'm here to tell you the real. Get out of your normie world. Disconnect, unplug. Most of the girls on Seeking are strapping up. Most. Some aren't. Most of them are. They will not even go, nope, nope, no, 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 no. Put a condom on. And that's when you know this girl's for the streets. In these streets. <laughs> but let me tell you, you meet a girl off Tinder, she comes through, she rarely will ever tell you to slide one on. And if she does, she's going to be like, well, I don't like it, just yank it off. She'll go pluck. She'll pluck it on off and let you, and she'll get to sucking and slobbing and doing all kinds of stuff on it. Mm. Straight up normie off Tinder. They're the ones more likely to carry. If you're on Tinder and Bumble, you better wrap it up. Anyway, this is here to educate you, okay? We're educating you men out here. It's the normies who carry. And the, more, the normies who will least likely get tested. A woman that's probably on Seeking or working in the streets on Figueroa, highly likely she gets tested every month. If she's working in prawn, highly likely she gets tested every two weeks to, to a month. A normie chick will act like, well, I don't see nothing down there, so I ain't got nothing. That's how they do. <laughs> right? Anyway, back to the show. And then we'll go in here with your salami walking around here looking like Alma Joy off a of Tinder. Anyway, here's the here's the thing here. Uh, oh, the next point is a lot of these women will be reckless with their peace leave. So uh, there's a girl actually that that's this girl, this girl right here that I played this clip right here from Soft White Underbelly, which sounds like a fantastic night at Coach's house. All right, um, this clip right here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pen number and boom, money just comes right out. All right. So this girl, actually, if you listen to her entire interview, she will tell you even when she was starting off, she was this is a woman who says she started off. She started messing around, working on the street, working in clubs as a stripper, blah, 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 blah. And then she eventually then elevated, escalated to street and sugar baby and all this stuff. And then at the beginning, she was like, well, I had to kind of calm down because I was reckless with my anatomy. She was letting any and everything happen, and then she probably had a scare, and then then she said, I had to make sure I was protecting myself, okay? So a lot of girls that will go through this pookie years will be absolutely reckless, and the men that you're following up, you would you would be appalled at the, the amount, the type of guys that you're following up. Now, that might not mean anything for women, but for men, that's a big deal. So if she says, you're just my type, and then you see the last dude she was with, and he looked like a crackhead. You're like, damn, you was in there and he was in there wiggling around as much as he can, as much as he wanted, as much as you want. So um, you would be appalled. And a lot of women will experience this early, early in life, early, early teens. I'm sorry. I mean, some people in the South, early teens for sure. Late teens, definitely. Not all, but there's some that are doing this, many. And then definitely into the 20s. All right. So. Um, they're they're experimenting. They're learning. 
they're getting exposure and they will may get a scare that actually scares them straight. Now, here's the whole thing about these two stages, young and innocent, young and dumb. And then stage number two, the Pookie Ray Ray, a.k.a. Chad and Tyrone years. Just because they might have skipped this phase. Or they were a ugly duckly late bloomer. Or they were a good girl and they did. They were the pastor's preacher's daughter. All right. And they kind of were, you know, they kind of were like uh, held captive in the top of the castle. Doesn't mean that they're not going to pop into this later in life. Some women are coming full scale back to this particular life. And I'm going to come back to that here. But I've known girls that had fathers that watched them like hawks while they were in high school. Dropped their daughters off. First week of college. And these daughters went buck wild. Now, it wasn't a lot of them percentage wise, but there were some girls that stood out. The father dropped them off by daddy. And it was multiple men in weeks. Their reputation was already drugged before the first day of school. And I was like, I mean, it was like they were coming back with stories. I was hearing stories, tag teams, orgies, uh, dudes in bushes. I was hearing stories and the girls would come back and tell me the story. They'd be like, coach, this player is going buck wild. You got to do something. Because <laughs> they were like, they're giving us a bad name. Like they were like one girl went to a party. She was in a party with one guy. She went outside in the bushes with another guy on the football team. Like it was going crazy. And I seen it with my, I didn't see it with my own eyes, but they was coming back with the stories and they wouldn't lie. They was like, yo, this girl going nutso. <laughs> so uh, trains and all that they experienced these years, not all of them, but enough of them do. And again, doesn't mean because she experienced once that she'll never come back to that. Remember it's a spectrum. Uh, the Bible talks about this that women should not experience these things because if they do eventually get married, what will happen is because they get married, they've already experienced these things. If the husband is not up to snuff on his performance or she does harking back for that incitement, she will go back easily and find that. So the Bible does speak about that, about maintaining your virtuousness uh, before until you're married. That's the whole point of being married, uh, waiting till marriage is because then you'll be less tempted to do out there. And that's, that's not always true. So a lot of times if a good girl delays and she's a girl, she was a virgin, right? You married her as a virgin. What will happen is she'll eventually maybe come back to this out of curiosity. She'll say, man, I miss my younger years or I missed out. I wonder what it's like to be with another man. So just because you meet a virgin doesn't mean she's not coming back to this. She could come move back to one of these stages on the spectrum, right? She was a good girl. She's a virgin. She was raised homeschooled and she was raised in a Christian encampment. And then she comes out there. She Aisha curries and bait and switches. Okay. <laughs> she bait and switches. And she'd be like, I wonder what, I wonder how it is to be out here. I wonder how it is to be out here in these streets. In these streets. Okay. So you're not protected in any way. Just because she's still, still in one stage doesn't mean she's not going to be tempted. Okay. Let me stop here for a second. Let me stop here for a second. Let me check the likes of this stream because I'm working hard for you. I got graphs. I'm giving you vital information. I'm giving you information that the main world is not going to give you. You want to one-dimensionally, well, the 304s on seeking all got STDs. Oh, you're an idiot. Not the guy that said that. But what I'm saying is if you believe that, you're going to find out the hard way. <laughs> okay? You're going to find out the hard way. You're going to have that Qbert. 
you know, when he was hopping, he was hopping on that square and that ball hit him and he was like on Cubert. And you're going to be with a normie and you're going to come out with the itchy scratchy and you're going to be like, what happened? You said you was a good girl. You said you can count as many men as you've been on with on one hand. Oh, well, about that. I got herpes during my pookie years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all don't know about Cubert. I might have to pull up Cubert. Let me check the uh, Venmo and all that. And all that. <laughs> Y'all got to look up Cubert now. That's how you got out on Cubert. <laughs> all right. Hold on for a second. Damn it. Now I got to pull it up. Cubert. How the hell you spell Cubert? Oh, it's a Cubert. All right, let me see when how you get out on Cooper. That might get a fair use on this one. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> this is how we used to play video games back in the day. Hold on, y'all can't see it yet. Oh, wait a minute, I, I'm pulling it up. Uh-oh, Cooper, he going crazy. Let's see him get out. Get him. Get him. Oh, he finished it. Get out. Where is that? Oh, he winning. Oh, hell. Get him. Get him. Get. Oh, hell. All right, let me stop. This dude, he doing a, he doing a run. Why are we watching Cuber, bro? Hey, this was a big time video game back in the day. This is a big time video game back in the day. Look at the graphics, huh? Look at the graphics. Get out real quick. All right, he got out. Did he get out? Oh, he went in. You scrub. You supposed to get out. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Venmo time. He says, uh, D. Newman says, dated a girl for eight years. Wife material. Found out she got ran through by a few celebrities and had to cut her. Mm. Oh, man, that, that's a touchy point. I'm telling you, if you live in Southern California where there's celebrity San Fernando Valley, and you meet a wife material woman, dude, the likelihood that she's been ran through by celebrities is high. High. Now, I'm not saying they're all going to do it, but they get exposed to some stuff like that. And then you find out the hard way. You find out the hard way. Um, it's, it's, a sad, it's a sad existence for a lot of men, unfortunately. And then you come in there, you be like holding your pillow. Oh, my God. I bet he used a ramrodder. And you know that celebrity is a player. You know that celebrity is a player. You're like, God, man, damn, this is all bad. This is all bad. All right, we got, uh, who is this? We got double A in the building. He says, hey, coach, just stopping in. Got to catch the replay. I'm on my way to marriage counseling. He's on his way to marriage counseling. My wife insisted that we go after catching me doing squishy squashy for the second time. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jesus. He was like, squashy. <laughs> it's just squashy. He was doing some squashy. Oh, man, he didn't. she didn't got caught. He was set up like this, looking at a girl next door that looks like the neighbor down the street. And she was like, oh, no, how dare you look at them young girls? She's probably not even legal. They probably didn't even check her ID. Look at her pretty feet. Her toes all up in the air. Wife dragging you to marriage counseling. How dare you? 
How dare you? Those girls don't even look of age. You're looking at them. Or she didn't caught you with some nasty prawn. She looking at you. You're disgusting. <laughs> I can't believe you're looking at that supersized BBW. Is that what you like? Is that what type of woman you like? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't believe you would like something like that. That's despicable. That's reprehensible. He was out there. Ha <laughs> ha. Squashy. Is that the type of stuff you want me to do? I will never do any of those type of things. I will never degrade myself for my husband. I did that in my college years. I, I will not do them for you. How dare you? <laughs> despicable type of behavior aren't you mature you're supposed to be a father and a husband i can't believe you would watch such degrading stuff degrading women i bet you hate women i bet you you want to do those things to me well i'm gonna tell you what bucko you're never gonna do any of those things to me because i'm married and i don't have to <laughs> i do not have to suck on you i don't have to lick on you like those young girls those girls don't even know what they're doing. I was young and dumb and innocent, just like those girls. And I will never do those things to you because I'm married to you. I signed a marital contract and I will never do those nasty things. And you must go get hypnotized by a marriage therapist to talk you out of that disgusting behavior. Grow up a bit. Grow up. You will not. And I will not give you sex until you delete all your problem. As a matter of fact, I signed a contract saying I don't have to do those despicable things anymore. I bet you you want me to do those things, but I refuse. <laughs> you nasty summama. And you're probably a metaphile too. We're going to have to do that. And by the way, you're a metaphile and you'll never see your kids again. All right. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to, we'll call you. Let me see if I can say your government name. Uh, the Bean Town is in here. Oh, no, no. We'll call you. Well, no, it's from, well, he's from Lima, Ohio. Is it Lima or Lima? It's Lima, the bean town. He says, you are a fountain of knowledge. Thank you, man. Shout out to you. He says, thank you for your hard work. Uh, you have to experience some of these things. You know, you have to live and learn. And a lot of times you got to open your eyes as a man. You got to open your eyes because a lot of times you'll have one thing happen and you'll be like, well, those are that type of girl. And then you'll try to figure out what type of girls are what. I'm letting you know, Many of them, if not all, are on some sort of spectrum. Not everybody just stays a good girl. Like you meet a girl, she's 36 years old. She flat backed it. She got pretty hair. She curled it. She's looking nice and innocent. Oh, I'm just young and innocent and dumb. And I don't understand that. I don't know any women like that. I've never met a girl like that. I was just raising an encampment back in the woods. I'm a virgin. I've maintained my purity. And you're sitting there like this. Oh my God. I knew it was possible. I knew it was possible. I knew I could find one just like you. And then she hits you with And the, that's you. And you're like, uh, wait a minute. You didn't tell me about all that. And she'd be like. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s 
is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. And you'd be like, I'm sorry, what? What do you mean exhausted by the jerks? What does that mean? Please define exhausted by the jerks. That sounds interesting. Oh, I'm exhausted by the jerks. You know, I dated some jerks. Heavy metal band guys, motorcycle gang guys, gang bangers, pookies, dudes in jail. Wait a minute. I was young and dumb. I was young and innocent. Don't worry about all that. And don't look at my past. My past doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until you came in. Right? That's all. And that's you. Hmm. Okay. Well, I won't ask. As long as I won't ask. And then all of a sudden, you're trying to bang her out in bed. And she's like, oh, yeah, baby. she's giving you the, all the fake. Oh, good. You're good. You're doing it good. Oh, oh, I'm almost there. Keep going. You're like, hmm. Are you really enjoying this? <laughs> you can hear the fake pleasure. You're like, hmm, wait a minute. Sounds like you're faking it. <laughs> you almost done? Oh, I can feel you're almost there. Good job. Oh, such a good job. Good job. You finished up. You're like, <sighs> she's like, I'll wipe you all down. Don't worry about it. You did good today. You did good. You did good. And you're like, You wake up, she filing her lails, she reading the book, she drinking a glass of wine. Oh, you woke up, you did so good. I really enjoyed it. Mm. <laughs> You're like, hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's this one, and right? that's you. Anyway. She's like, I'm going out tonight, going outside. I'm going to I'm going to girls' nights out. You did so good. Why don't you sleep it off? I'm going to girls' nights out. After you finish, you like, okay, honey, anything you say. She at the club throwing it back. <laughs> oh man. It's crazy, man. Hey, this is what happens when you catch them on the wrong end of the spectrum. All right, where are we at here? Uh, wait, he remember somebody? Did I get? I get uh, Noah. Did I get Nolan? Nolan, thanks for everything you do, Coach. XL Pro Services. Did I get you? I got you again since you always giving. All right, uh, Caprishan, did I get you? I did. All right, Dewanis Alexandra says the three hundred four eyelash business is recession proof. Oh my god, <laughs> them eyelashes gonna go nuts. Oh, they can still do that, man. Shout out to uh, Osiris. Jay, he says, show me the belly. Nasty boys in the house. I got money. <laughs> we don't we don't discriminate over here. Shout out to the nasty boys. G Money says, hey, I just got the free agent lifestyle book on audio. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Thank you for contributing. Who is this? Eric Sai says, for the junior college fund out here. Oh, they desperate, man. They out there raising the prices. All right. Shout out to Pindar says, coach, but Venmo is owned by PayPal. Oh, try strike, mm. strike. Strike or strike. This is just appalling out here. But then, you know, uh, everybody's got to be able to get the account and all of that stuff, you know. But I'll check it out. Is it strike or strike? I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah, but you know, yeah, you trying to get around the end. You trying to get around these guys. They ain't let you get around them. Brian Horsley, thank you for the contribution, and we'll do two more. All right. Uh, thank you for being here again. Sitting this one out says over a decade as a coach, not one alligator, real man. Oh, yeah. Like, look, in the position I'm in right now, if there's something that went down, you would have had an alligator out for sure. All right. You would have had an alligator out there. There's nobody that. Well, I mean, it could be a false alligator. Even you would even had a false alligator out. All right. Uh, shout out to Damian Bird says you can say my name for the war chest. Hashtag nasty boys in the house. Shout out to the nasty boys. All right, how are my how are my likes doing? Okay, we're at fifty percent. We don't need any belly deli. All right, you don't need any belly deli. But check if your girlfriend has Cash App. Check if she has PayPal. Check if she has Venmo, and then check if she has Seeking on her web browser. Check if she has OnlyFans. Check if she has Instagram. Odds are you're down to you've whittled away sixty percent of women. And ladies. Let me preface this one more time because there seems to be some confusion about this. Once you're over 38 or 40, you're you're all, you're irrelevant to even discuss. You're not even part of the discussion. <laughs> what happened? Where did all the men go? It's not even. <laughs> you're not even part. Like you're like what you're a pit. It doesn't even matter anymore, right? Just to let you know, like you know, you're mattering, but you're practice. You know what I mean, like. You're trying to make it a difference and trying to get me to, oh, well, you got to explain from our perspective. Like, you got too much time in the game. And you got, like, 24 years in the game. <laughs> like, literally, on the time clock, you got 24 years in the game. And people are like, that doesn't make sense. She's only 38. Okay, let's rewind back. If she grew up in anywhere in the South, she started off at 14. In the South, she started off at 14. All right, she started off doing something. You know what I mean? A little bit of, you know, spin the bottle, you know, ding dong ditch. Uh, a little bit of, you know what I mean? Um, play doctor, playhouse. There was some encroachment. You know what I mean? You crossed the line. You you did something, started dating older guys, started macking on older guys, started slobbing on knobs only, started doing a little bit of this only entry here, finger slipping there. You know what I mean? Like, you can't fool me. So let, let's just look at the time-wise. 38, 14, do the math. That's 24 years on the clock. Mm. Let's just say you started late. 17. You got 21 years on the clock. Now, let me just tell you, most men don't have 21 years on the clock. When we get to the male spectrum, most men do not have 21 years on the clock. Most men got like a good five, and then they out here trying to put their player card up. I'm going to put up my damn player card. I don't want to be a player no more. They have five good years. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe five. We're talking about two, three, and you banged five chicks, and you was like, oof. It's tough to be a player. Pimping ain't easy. <laughs> man, I need to put this away, man, and be a mature man. The experience he has is nowhere. Sorry, the experience she has is nowhere near 
what the man has. He coming in, he didn't think he did something in three years. Out here had a little rotation for a minute and he lost all his hoes or he actually put away all his hoes for the one girl. Oh man, she different coach. I banged a lot of chicks back in the day. What does my body count? 16? Man, I've been there, done that. It's time to mature. Time to mature. When we're talking about majority of women, by the time they get to 38, they got 20. They at least got two decades in, in the game. Two decades. Two decades in the game. So that means I give them the benefit of the doubt. You started off at 18. By the time you're at 38, you got two decades in the game. Ebbs and flowing in the spectrum. Ebbing, flowing in the spectrum. So you get what I mean. Your opinion is irrelevant. You got too much time on the clock. You you need to retire. Hang it up. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Let's go on here. I, I'm trying not to offend anyone, but this is just how we have to look at things, or at least how I have to look at things in this philosophy. All right. And I have to harp on it because, you know what I mean? People are in here, 40-year-old women, but I still good. I still and you got two baby daddies. What are we doing here, man? I mean, how are you trying to pitch it off that, you, that you're good? How? How is this even a possibility in your mind? And how are you trying to sell this? And women can sell. They're really good. I'm a diamond in the rough. I'm the only one. I'm not like these other chicks. You're going to miss out. If you miss me, you missed out on the best one that was out here. You're like, how? And then you tempt it. You taste it. You taste test it. You drive it. And you're like, it's just like everybody else's just like everybody else's. It, it was nothing special. But you just thank her. Thank you for giving me access to your body. All right. Thank you very much. I got to go. People are going to get offended. Hey, ladies, stick around. I'm going to get to the guys in a minute. We're going to get to the guys. If you guys want to know, we're going to talk about the guy spectrum. All right. So stage number three, how many more stages we got? We're going to breeze through these quickly because I got, uh, ooh, <clears throat> I got quite a few stages. So I don't, I don't want to spend too much time here. Stage number three is going to be What's stage number three? Oh, man, boy. So we got the Pookie. Oh, boy, this is going to be. I got to type this fast. Let me see here. The girls just want to have fun stage. Girls just want to have fun or funds. F-U-N-D-S. The girls just want to have funds stage. So let's see if I can put this up right here. Sorry for the crudity of this model. It's not built to the. It's not, not built to. Whatever I said. But anyway, the girls just want to have fun stage. So they've been through the early young and dumb. Then they went through the Pookie years or the Chad and Tyrone years. Now they're on the girls just want to have fun or funds. So this is when they'll celibate. This is when they start doing party girl stuff. This is when they start traveling. This is when they start finessing dudes. This is when they may have a sugar daddy. This is when they start experiencing traumatic events. Like the little stuff they participated in when they were Chad and Tyrone, Pookie and Ray Ray. And they're still Chad and Tyrone for a little bit. You're hearing this. Yeah, this is that stage right here. The girls trips uh, going to Las Vegas and they meet up with some dude and that dude pays for the dinner and they charge him for the dinner. And then they say, if you want a little bit of extra party, let's take it to the hotel room. The sisterhood of traveling pants. Yeah, man. I mean, this is it. All right. So this is the party girl, the raspy girl days. All right. This is the raspy voice girl days. Um, They will experience traumatic events during these stages because it's not all fun and it's not all funs. Sometimes they'll get finessed by a dude. The dude will run out without paying her. And then she'll be extra renegade against your ass. And then you show up and she's like, I want my 350. You know, and she start breaking stuff in your room. And you're like, all right, hold on. I'll give it to you. Shit, leave. Mm. All right. 
or she'll get assaulted or she'll get great or she'll get, you know, uh, beat up on the street. Um, she'll get a domestic violation by a Chad or a Ray Ray or a Pookie. All right. She'll have an abusive relationship or boyfriend. And she'll still be out here going to um, going to uh, these uh, festivals and all of these things, you know, these party festivals in the summer and the spring, hot girl summer. This is the this is the time that they're going to experience. Now, some women don't participate in this. Some of them are extreme introverts. Some of them are introverts and you know, based on their attractiveness, they get invited to these things. Now, they might not enjoy it. They might sit back, but it doesn't mean that they're not partaking in some of it. And they will have some sort of situations where they will experience something that will change them and they'll be done with this. They'll grow out of it. Okay. But yeah, Coachella, Coachella. So they'll be at Coachella and they'll be taking those pictures and they'll be running around here and they'll be invited to tents and invited to stay over at Airbnbs. They'll wake up in the middle of the night. Mm, I wonder what happened. Okay, and depending on how she frames it, that's what happened. And then she'll be telling you after she grows out of this stage, oh, well, I got assaulted and raped. You don't even know. Mm. Well, if you actually got the good, proper framing and context of it, maybe it wasn't that. Maybe after the fact that you thought about it and removed consent and talked about the molly and the alcohol wore off that you participated in that you got for free. Guys, they're paying for nothing during these days. They're paying for zero. If, they're, if they experience these days, they're paying for very little, if any at all. Very little. They're not paying for the drugs. They're not paying for the drinks, <laughs> especially if they're attractive. All right. They might be doing the Instagram. They might be doing the, the celibate stage where they're doing seeking and Instagram modeling and right modeling and all of these things. And they're hanging out with celebrities and football players and they make it. For, you know, what I mean, they're being invited on boats like not all girls go through this stage. Some girls want to go through this stage and they actually stretch it or they get desperate and they actually put themselves in this situation and then they have to pay for it. But. A lot of girls, girls go through this, right? This is the age 21 to 26, 21 to 25. Maybe they stretch it out to 27 and they get desperate and they get ran through, right? And then it's, and then they're exhausted by the jerks. So um, some girls miss this stage. A lot of girls are participating in this stage. Some of these girls have boyfriends. Doesn't mean this girl doesn't have a boyfriend. Some of them have a boyfriend. Some of them have gump simp boyfriends. And they're fully participating in this particular lifestyle. And it's causing this disruption in the relationship because the guy's like, well, she goes out and parties and she's on Instagram and I think she has a sugar daddy. And he's trying to figure out how to keep her because he doesn't have leveraging options. And then he ends up in an open relationship in which she's getting pounded out six ways a Sunday. And he's getting one, two pieces of peace leave if he's lucky from a gordita. Okay. And this is when she'll be exhausted by the jerks, right? So if they're smart, they know when to hop off this particular stage. Let me go to the next stage. Let me go to the next stage because I don't want to stay too long on this because I got to get to the men. Pause. I got to get to the men's. Let me see here. I, I'm going to just put building stage. Building stage. All right. So the building stage. All right. A lot of times they'll be like, they'll say stuff like this. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. All right, so the building stage is going to come up here at stage number four. Let's go ahead and put that up here. Save it. Save it and put it up. So uh, a lot of women will grow out of that. They'll say, yep. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. I've done all that. Been there, done that. And she's 26 years old, 27, 28. All right, she wants to buy a house. She's thinking about um she's thinking about upgrading her life she's thinking about the type of men that she wants to marry she might be looking at the biological clock a little bit and she might be like 29 30 31 32 all right it's time to 
I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done. She might be say she might say things like this. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not here for hookups. I'm here for something serious. I'm not here to waste time. I'm too old for games. I'm not here to date players. Uh, players and Trump supporters swipe left. All right, these type of women right here. Okay, so this is for all of my single, over thirty people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? All right, or she'll say something like this. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up. All right, so she'll be like, I'm looking to build all my career. So I can focus on my career. I'm trying to build. I'm trying to buy a one-bedroom, three-bedroom townhome. I'm trying to get serious. I'm thinking about having kids. I have a dog. I'm a dog mom. She's not going to party as much. Doesn't mean she's not going to come back to the spectrum. Doesn't mean she's not going to go back to partying. She just now has to secure the bag. What happened? Where did all the She needs go? to because time's running out, right? And some women will extend and push this out to 36, 37, 38, and then they'll say, What happened? Where did all the men all right? go? And they'll want the engineer doctor and all of these things. And they'll tell you guys, stop playing games. I'm tired of you stuff. Straighten up. Mature. Aren't you die? They'll taste stuff like this. Aren't you tired of having just random sex? Aren't you tired of having random sex? Now, from the guy's perspective, he's 27, 28. He just got started. <laughs> he just got started. He just got in his groove where he's able to just pop off a couple of hotties. He just been on the carousel for damn near two years. He like tired of it. I'm just getting started. You remember what I had to do between age 16 and 27? I missed out. <laughs> like what? What do you mean? Am I tired of hookup culture? I'm just starting to bang 40 year old women. For free. <laughs> He's talking about. I got target practice out here. He got them lined up. Milf, Gilf, Hottie, uh, Slow Tuesday, Gordita. He like, what is going on here? This is fantastic. I'm just starting. And she's going, aren't you tired of this? He's like, no. I'm not tired of it. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he getting momentum. He says, I just got momentum. I'm just building up my damn I'm just dealing my vibe. I got my, I just got confidence. So this is the difference between the women that are now going, I'm trying to build. I want to settle down. I want to hunker down. I want to take things seriously. He's just getting started. You waited too long. You should have got him when he was young and dumb. And so she's going to do like this. I want to marry somebody or she'll carry. Uh, she'll start carrying. She'll start having babies out of wedlock and that'll sober her up. She'll want to build and start settling down and move from the city into the suburbs. She might get married and uh, she or she might get into her first long term legit relationship. All of the ones were actually not not legitimate. These are a legit long term. Um, she'll find a gump that that's you guy. Right. She'll find that guy. And that's you. And then eventually she'll get divorced out of the stage. And uh, and or she'll stay in the stage long enough to hit the glass ceiling in her career. So I could focus on my career. And then she'll say this. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. She'll start thinking, well, why do I'm not working here? All right. I, I'm a level up, level up, level up. So she'll try to monkey branch or she'll try to divorce you or she'll say, I'm not happy. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? These are the traps that'll happen. Right. She'll be like, you ain't doing what you used to do. And you were too gone. You're working too much. You don't work enough. Our finances are tight. 
you make too much money, you're financial, you're a financial abuser, right? No matter what you do in this stage, you're going to fail. All right. 80% of marriages are flopped by this particular point and she will want the marriage and then it'll flop. And then she'll go back to one of the other stages and we'll go to the next stage right here. Okay. Let me give you stage number five. Stage number five is going to be, let's wait about, wait a minute. Stage number five is going to be whole phase number one or two. So let's just go back to it. She went through the young and innocent. She got corrupted. She might have got misled, touched, young and innocent. Many things that happened to them, they just didn't see coming. All right. Stage number two, they should know better, but they wanted to tempt fate. They thought they were going to level up. They got the popular guy, the Pookie, the Chad, the Tyrone. Stage number three, girls just want to have fun or girls just want to have fun. She's going to monetize herself or she's just going to uh, go party. Okay. A lot of women that you are with later in their years, you don't know they were snorting cocaine. They snorted cocaine. And you have no clue. And you married a woman. She's the snort coke. <laughs> You'd be like, you? Yep. She's the snort coke. Ask your girlfriend if she snorted coke. You'll be shocked. You'll be like, you? Snorted. Let's go into uh, stage number four. It was a uh, focus on her building years. She wants to get serious. Okay. And then stage number five is going to be whole phase number one or two. All right. So she might have already done the whole phase. And she's coming back onto it after she got divorced or broke up from her boyfriend. And she's like, I'm going to just let my hair down. I don't want anything serious. That's the, when she doesn't want anything serious. She's now going to her whole phase, right? And so she'll do like quid pro quoism, right? She'll say, I, I, I went and uh, slept with my manager. I slept with somebody and I slept my way to the top. I slept with an executive. Uh, the old, um, what is that movie called? 50 Shades of Greg. 50 Shades of Grey type of thing. She'll start aiming that high. She'll start trying to level up or monkey branch. I'm going to level up. This is the Sierra. All right. So Sierra went through these phases and then now she'll try to level up and she will enjoy a little bit of time. Um, she might get a scare. She might get an STD scare or a pregnancy scare or something like that might happen. Um, and then she'll say at a particular time, I need to find myself. So then she'll hit stage number six, which is going to be the spiritual journey stage. Okay. So she'll start saying, you know what I mean? She'll start reading uh, self-help books. She'll start uh, reading motivational books and watching Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants or the other one, the other one where she divorced her husband and all of a sudden she went out to go find herself. She's on a spiritual journey. All right. Spiritual journey. So this one, she's going to smarten up. She'll get some smart glasses and she'll look, you know, like a plain Jane at Barnes and Nobles. You'll go up to her and she'll be like, oh, man, you're like, I've been waiting for a woman like this. This is the unicorn. But you don't know. She's been on a spectrum ride. She's been on a ride. She's been come along and ride on a fantastic voyage. She's the one that you would ask if she's ever experimented with cocaine. And she'd be like, yep, I snorted stuff when I was in my 18 and 19 and 20. And you'd be like, now she's 29, 30, 36, 37. You're like, you? She's like, yes, but that was in my past. And I had alcoholism. I smoked meth. I had a boyfriend that was a drug dealer. I used to put money on his books. I used to write a letter to the pen for him. He got charged with triple murder and I stayed with him. I didn't even sell his Impala with the rims on it. I was down for him. I was a down ass chick, but now I'm on my spiritual journey. I got my glasses on. I look like a librarian. She pull her hair back in a ponytail and she'd be sitting there. Oh yes. Chicken noodle soup for the soul. 
<laughs> it's, it's a fantastic hi how are you i'm just a good woman right here and i've been waiting for the proper man to come on in my life she got crystals tattooed you're like wait a minute whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. what does that tattoo right there say Devonte? who is Devonte? Devonte. <laughs> Somebody says, coaches speaking facts is the same here in Germany. How does he know? Guys, you got to literally, man, you got to open your eyes. It's so apparent. It's right there in front of your face. And she'll be like this. She'll be like, I'm a good girl. I don't, I'm not like those other girls. I've been there, done that. I've had my fun. Now I'm looking to settle down. I, 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 don't, I don't like to go to nightclubs. I don't like to go to bars. I don't like to even go to lounges. I'm an introvert. I'm a homebody. I just read my books. I twiddle my thumbs. I learn how to sew. I play words with friends. I like board games. That, that's what I like. And I'm on my spiritual journey. Have you ever tried these crystals? Have you ever rubbed these crystals all over you? She's the woman that you actually meet at the bookstore. And you'd be like, damn, she's young and innocent. Mm. I'm going to defile this woman. I'm going to teach her a, two, a few things or two. I'm going to teach her some tricks. I'm going to give her the five-stroke specialing of her life. You get her to the crib. You take her shirt off. Yank. She got nipple piercing right through her damn nipple. You like. Hold up. Wait. Hold up. Not many good girls have nipple piercings. You got some explaining to do. Not only does she have one there, she has a belly button piercing. She has one on the vaginal area, too. You're like, wait a minute. And you got a tongue ring, tramp stamp on the back. Wait a minute. Red flags. <laughs> wait a minute. You don't look so innocent no more. You get in her car. Soon as she start up the car, this first song that come on, I'm going to be a freak until the day, until the dawn. Pump, pump. Mm. You're like, first song that come on. Whips and chains and whips is how I like it. Nah, 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 nah. Rihanna's on. Nah, 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 nah. Whips and chains. You're like, mm. this girl ain't so innocent. Are you a real freak? Baby, come with me. <laughs> You're like, yo, you come in there, you open up that drawer, 50 toys up in there, 50. She got a membership to the damn sex toy store. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then, and then you think she's innocent. You go somewhere, you take her to a party, and she loses. You go to a wedding, I'll be your plus one. You know, women love to say that. I'm a good plus one. You take her to your friend's wedding. I'm going to take this innocent girl that I met at Barnes and Nobles. You know, she ain't going to know what's up. You know what I mean? And then as soon as she get on the dance floor, she start twerking. She like throwing it back. You're like, hold up. She was like, you don't know this side of me. <laughs> she started twerking it back. And then you see her in the back smoking weed. She hit the big old bong hit. You're like, they got the line of coke out there. She like... She done went ahead a whole damn relapse on you. You're like, oh, Lord. What happened? <laughs> he said two drinks later. She like, dump, 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 dun, 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 dun,
girl, you look good. Won't you back that ass up? She like, <laughs> she like, won't you back that ass up? Won't you back that ass up? You're like, this is my young and innocent girlfriend. I was go- that was marriage material walking right out the door. Walking right out the door. And she reverts back. She has a relapse. And then you'll find out she's been on that spectrum. The spectrum shows up. You thought she was one dimensional. You thought that whatever she you found her as, that's what she was her whole life waiting for you to show up. No. She done came back. Baby, I'm back. Right? She's back on another stage. She's back, reverted back to another stage, and she's back comfortable. Right? Uh, let me do the last two stages here. All right, so she went through her spiritual journey. And then after that, she's got a repackage. All right, repackage. All right, so repackage is going to be uh, the bag lady. All right, so she's going to repackage in various ways. She's going to carry the bag. She's not going to see them. Uh, she could be born again Christian. She's going to be born again, right? But that doesn't mean she hasn't experienced that, all of that stuff. And she all her sins will be washed away. But that was in my past. You know, I've had some tough times. And you won't know it all the way back to young and dumb times. Some of these girls were walking on Figueroa and then they out here repackaging themselves. All right. And while I was tough, you know, my mother put me out on the street. She sold me to older men. Like, you're going to be like, you won't even want to know. You're like, oh my God. Well, Spectrum. You meet a born again Christian woman at age 42. Oh, you was a godly woman. I see Lord brought a godly woman to church. What churches you used to go to before you came back here? Is this your new church home? What was your last church home? She's like this. Well, I backslid a little bit. Last time I was in church, I was 16 years old. But uh, now I'm 39, 40 years old. So I backslid a little bit. I sinned a little bit out here. But that's neither here nor there. My sins have been all washed away. I'm here in the spirit of the Lord. Proverbs 31, woman looking for my man. All right, is there a man in here that's willing to rescue this repackaged, refurbished up? Peace leave out here. I've been born again. I dedicated my life to Christ and I got rid of all that sin and he washed it away. So it don't even matter. And even if you bring it up, it don't even matter because the Lord, only God can judge me. <laughs> all right. Only the Lord himself, Jesus, can judge me. All right. Nobody in here can judge me around here. Oh, you a godly woman. I see. Huh? <laughs> They've been redeemed up in this mug. All right. So that's the repackage. And so by the time she hit 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 22, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. This is what you're dealing with. Now, she got three decades of game on you three decades three decades of game in these streets and you're gonna go i found a godly woman and you're gonna one-dimensionally package her you're gonna say this is her this is representative of her this is indicative of her behavior the last 20 or 30 years Mm. false falsetto that is not true not only that she could have a relapse you marry her you marry this godly woman. She says, I want to be a godly woman to you. You remarry her. And then she reverts back to stage number three. And she says, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right. Last stage is going to be, um, last stage should be stage number eight is uh, when it's really over. All right. This is her swan song. All right. Now, anything she does at this stage is going to look desperate. All right. Even if she reverts back to 304 stage, if she reverts back to strong and independent, she reverts back to good. Anything she does is going to look despicable. It's going to look desperate. It's the leftover stage. All right. It's the stage where it's and listen, the fat lady singing here. All right. There's nothing left here. 
right? If you want to go back and say, I'll still look 35 and I still look 32. Like, it's still going to be like, come on, man, you out. You out to lunch or I'm still a good woman. She'll be 55. She'll be like those women, Claudia Jordan and um, whatever that girl's name that was in Player Club. She'll be like them women, Vivica A. Fox, like this. Like, it's over, man. It's over. She'll be like Jada Pinkett, you know what I mean? <laughs> She'll like, still be like, I still got it. And you sitting there. Right? It'll be that. It'll be like, boy, this is this is dismal. But you'll be still used as target practice. You'll still be used as practice. And you'll still be out in there deluding yourself when you should be focusing on raising your grandkids. Right? Focus on raising your grandkids. Stop being out here. But uh, that's the last stage. So anyway, let me get to the men. We're going to get to the men, but I'm going to do the uh, catch up on the sponsorships and the the cash apps and all of this stuff. <laughs> Y'all want to see the Jada peek at your husband? I love the laugh at the end. I love the laugh at the end. Oh, man, where did they get those laughs? Shout out to the ladies. Hey, man, we love the ladies here. I love the laughs here. What are we at here? Where we at? Dave Digital in the building over on Venmo. He says, people on the internet want to act like things you talk about don't happen. Keep your foot on these gumps neck. I hate that. I, you know, not, I don't hate it anymore, but uh, people will come over here, act like I'm making all this up. You know what I mean? Like I made it up or where are you meeting these women? Or listen, if you live in Wichita, Kansas, you might be scratching your head a, a tad bit, but I know there's hoods everywhere and there's Doing women doing nefarious things. Just look up all the party schools. All right. Uh, poly, party universities. I know people that get, I know what you do in college, man. I know what goes down. Don't act like I'm making this up. Now, does this apply to every single male or female? No, I even admit that. I said some women skip stages. So you might find a woman that's on the spectrum and she's only experienced two or three of these stages. I've also said you might meet a virgin woman, marry her, and after eight years, she goes, hmm, I wonder what could be. And she'll jump right out of that marriage, and she'll go through the whole phase and then come back and repackage herself and say, I missed it the first time. I missed my younger years. I missed out on the on the fun. I went to start having babies, and then uh, I missed out on my younger years. I'm 39. I'm 34 years now. I'm going to go out there now and whip it. And then she whips it, and then she comes back after divorce, graping her husband, the kingdom comes. She starts running out of money, and then she says, I need to find me a good man. Repackage. I mean, they don't have to all go through all of these stages. But trust me, if you ask questions of your woman, if you ask questions of your woman, you're going to be shocked at the amount of stuff that you would not, you would definitely be like, well, I wouldn't, I've married you, or I wouldn't have committed to you had I known that. And I do this all the time. There was a girl I was messing with, and she was like, uh, she brought up something, and I asked a tough question. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean you've been going through a tough time? Explain that. What does that mean? Most of you guys will brush right past that. Well, you know, tough times make to make good character. You know, we'll all go through tough things. I was like, well, what exactly is the tough time you're going through? Well, I don't want to tell you. Well, what do you mean you don't want to tell me? No, you don't have to tell me. Well, I figure, you know, if we, if we bring it up, you'll judge me. And then you won't talk to me no more. Oh, hold up. You're going to have to tell me or we're not going to have anything. We're going to end it right here. 
well, I'm already going through a tough time and you're going to hold this against me and it's just going to add to the stress. You don't want to see me stress. I was like, oh, hell, red flags. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the bullshit. Now she's all trying to now emotionally uh, gaslight me. Oh, now she's trying to use that against me. Or she, I'm going to slip my wrist. I'm already going to. Th- nah, you're going to have to tell me. I cut her smooth the hell off. And her ass been trying to get to, back to my ass. She's been trying to call me and. Oh, I'm just going to. Get out. Red flags. Call the red flags out. Ask the details. And if they don't give you the details, cut their ass to smooth the hell off. Cut them off. Because if they can't tell you, then your ass don't need to be with them. Leave that ass. And it gets, it's, guys, I'm telling you what, by the time they tell you what's going on, it's going to be, you're going to be like, oh my God, I put my salami in that woman. <laughs> you busted up in there raw. You kept it in. She was like, just go ahead and do it raw. You was like, okay, you seem responsible. You took your birth control. Yeah, I took it. You'd be like, roar. And then you find out some bullshit. You're like, holy shit. I left my seed in that woman. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Then you realize I should have never went raw skiing her. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, that's the type of person. You're like, what was I thinking? All right. Anyway, shout out to you and Dame Digital. Uh, Julian says uh, these PUAs want to drop. Wait, these PUAs want to drop down from ceiling, the ceiling shirtless like 50 Cent. It's not 2002 no more. Yeah. And the, the nightclub scene ain't even like that. Of course, you know what I mean? They're still in a night scene for now. New, 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 new world order. Women, women ain't going to the club. They think they're going to catch monkeypox when they got little chance of catching it. But that's neither here or there. But that scene is dead. But there's still dudes out here that's going to convince you it's still Liddy. <laughs> that's still a great place to source women. Okay. Where are we at here? Did I get double A? I did. I got, I'm going to get three people here on the PayPal. I did get Leonard over there. Leonard Skinner. That's what we're going to call you. <laughs> All right, Leonard Skinner in the building. We do have double J, the Jimmy ZTT. He says, Coach, uh, why does the Cuber sound like uh, the time I woke up to my sister paying the monthly rent? RIP to Kevin Samuels and T-Mon. Shout out to the private investigators watching. I forgot about the private investigators. All right. They was out here trying to intimidate me. They trying to intimidate me. If you show up here, we're going to serve you. All right, chief. <laughs> All right. You ain't going to do a damn thing. All right. I mean, I know the law. They probably looking at me like this dude actually know a little bit. All right. We going to try to run the okie doke. We going to put that on them. We going to put that on them. All right. Keep putting it. Y'all going to keep trying me, man. Shout out to the Maryland guy. He says, coach, you should re- He said you should consider doing stand-up comedy. You will make a killing. You had me rolling. It's different on the stage. It's different on the stage, but uh, we'll see. I mean, if the if the if the Hodge twins can do stand up comedy, I'm better than the Hodge twins. Shout out to the Hodge twins. I'm not dissing them, but if they want to, if they want some smoke, that's who I would run beef on. All right, I'm not trying to beef with no PUAs. All right. I'm a PUA, actually, Mac Live Matters. I'm just going to tell you, you don't have enough game. I'm not trying to beef with them jokers. That's a waste of my time. I'd rather date some, I'd rather date a straggle daggle than a beef with a PUA. 
well, bro, you just don't have enough game. All right, sit your monkey ass down. All right, PUA. You're worthless out here, worthless to beef. I'm actually giving you attention, putting you on a platform that actually people learn stuff from. You go buy my course. If you buy my course, 88 ways to uh, run game in cold approach, yeah, sit your monkey ass down. I would give you relevance. I'm the legit, I'm the legit truth over here. Everybody knows you joking and you still in my talking points. If not mine, men like me, stop framing it as red pill. And then you want to sell them a course on the back end. Stop. <laughs> sit your ass down. You guys are silly to me. I mean, you guys are literally clowns, dating coaches and, and, and the like. I would never debate none of them people because they're going to revert back. Well, <laughs> I have no game. <laughs> Sit down. Let me till we get to the men, man. Knowing damn well, if I saw your ass on the street outside talking to women, it would be the damn, it would be like the damn second coming. I know for damn sure you you you'd walk down the street and women will park. They would cross the damn street with you walking down it. Mm. Look at you. I mean, look at some of these people, bro. Look at like look at some of these people. Like just look at them. You believe them? Mm. <laughs> like look at just look at them for like three seconds. It'd be like, I believe this guy. He's legitimate. Mm. I bet you he gets all the broads. He said, who is coach talking about? Take your pick. Take your pick, bro. I mean, like, there's many of them. There's too many of them. These, these dudes look crazy, man. <laughs> Somebody says, which one? Who are like, who am I talking about? There's many of them. You just look at them, bro. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm joking on some of y'all. Some of these guys I'm homeboys with. You know what I mean? I'm cool with. I'm not trying to start beat with them, but I'm just like. <laughs> Here we go. I like take a look at them for like three seconds and then listen to them. Or do, or do they sound charismatic? Do you know what I mean? Do they sound like they can put two sentences together? Do they sound like, like I'll just be looking at them like. Who believes this shit? Who believes that they run it out <laughs> with a cigar? You know what I mean? Here we go. Oh, let me smoke my cigar. Here we go. Uh huh. Yeah, honeys. Start dropping panties. Mm. Highly unlikely. <laughs> Highly unlikely, bro. Anyway, panties will start dropping as soon as I start talking. Doubt it. I doubt it. And by the way, I've challenged PUAs. Bring your ass out. I'll fly you out. I'll fly you out to Newport Beach. We'll get a nice place in the villas. We'll go to where all the high-class ass is. I'm talking about high-class ass. We ain't talking about straggle-daggles. We ain't talking about tattooed-up, bullet-wound-up, stab-wound-up freaks. We're not talking about uh, crazy. We're talking about girls on the high-on-the-high-hot-crazy uh, matrix chart. They're high-on-the-hot-crazy matrix. I'll take your ass. Bring your ass. We, we're going to record the bullshit. Bring it out. I'm taking you to high-class ass territory. I bet your ass starts striking the hell out. I'll wait. Here we go. We ain't talking about strippers and OnlyFans girls. We're talking about girls that cost you four figures to even talk to. I'm not talking about Tate. We going to not no middle class trash, not no washed up ass single mother raised trash. 
not garbage. We're talking about high class ass. I'll bring you, take you. I'll it, bring you, hey, nominate yourself. I'll fly you out. But listen, I get control of the damn content. I get control of the content. <laughs> he says high class ass. There was a girl on MySpace named High Class Ass. That's where I got it from. I followed her. That was her MySpace name, High Class Ass. I was kid you not. I still remember that from MySpace days. Yeah, no fat chicks, no boogers, no uh, I don't talk to those type of girls, no sloppalops, no pogs, no bullet wound up females. No straggles with big ass curled up eyelashes. No, we ain't going there. We ain't coming there. We're not going. We going. We going in for the top. We going in for the kill. And if we ain't going in for the kill, we going in for prime, prime grade A beef. He said, "What? No pogs? No pogs? We going with girls that actually be with dudes." that get dropped off at their apartment where another sugar daddy's paying rent and they get dropped off in the Lamborghini. We're going to where they at. Now bring your ass out here. Bring your ass. <laughs> oh man, we going to Newport Beach and we going up. We going to the montage. Let's go. We going to the montage after hours. We're going to Pelican. We're going to Pelican Bay. We're going to the Pelican Bay after hours. Bring your ass. We ain't going with no loud thumping ass music ass. Okay. We going where the girls get their whole tuition paid at UCLA and USC. That's where we going. Now run your shit. Run mm. yo shit. <laughs> All right. We're not going to. We're not going. <laughs> no gorditas. We're not going to uh we're not going to Sharkies in Newport. We're not going to Sharkies. We're not going to Sharkies where everybody come in, pile in, thinking they're gonna find the sugar daddy in Sharkies. We're not going to Sharkies. We're not going to the Balboa Pier. We're not doing that bullshit. He said, We're going to Dana Point. We're going to Dana Point. We're going to San Clemente. We're going to Laguna Beach. We're going to Laguna Hills. We're going to Newport. And Corona Del Mar, that's where we're going. And I'm going to see you run your shit. I bet you you ain't going to do nothing. They're going to be quiet. Y'all can run to Miami. You'll be like, well, I'll just deal with the straggles in Miami. But them girls are desperate. Them girls, on, they, they, they ain't got it like that. And I'm not dissing fresh and fit, but what I'm saying is them girls are significantly different than Orange County and whatnot. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't talk to those type of girls anyway. I don't like those type of girls anyway. Okay. Um. Anyway, where are we at? Raleigh Holmes, appreciate you, brother. I don't know if I was supposed to say your name. Strike. Uh. Oh, it's Strike. Pindar says Strike. Thank you, man. And then Eric Powell says, still waiting on the marriage will poster. <laughs> All right, shout out to you on that one. Uh. Let's see here. Yeah, Brentwood. We going out to Thousand Oaks. Okay, we going out to places where these people actually grew up in two-parent households, and they also grew up in mansions. You know what I mean? Like real mansions, right? 
They grew up in Westlake Village. All right, let's let's go over there. Let's see if you run that on them. Uh, they ain't falling for the okie doke. They gonna look at you like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And take that sh off your wrist. Take that fake ish off your wrist. Where we go here? Uh, we're going to do the men's spectrum. It's going to not take that much time, but we're going to do the men's spectrum. I appreciate y'all uh, hanging in there. We got to do. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's not what I want here. Let's do the men's spectrum right now. Okay. Uh, we're going to do the men's spectrum. The first part of the men's spectrum, we will give it. We will give it uh, a name here. Uh, the first part of the men's spectrum is called savage mode. All right. So now with that being said, this is going to overlap the second part. So let me just put this up here. So stage one for men is going to be savage mode, but, but this is a mode. Speaking of mode, shout out to mode one. This is a mode only 10 to 20% of men start off in savage mode. And I'm going to put 10 to 20% savage mode, only a small portion, high school football players, the star athlete, the star basketball player, the rapper, the musician, the guy that can play the guitar real good. All right. The handsome guy, the tall, dark and handsome. He's got it all fit. The guy that doesn't have acne and back knee. The guy that actually, you know what I mean? It all came together. He's six foot two, 250 pounds. All right. He already can try to do the pump and dump. He's already a savage. He's already cheating on his girl. He's smacking him up. He's doing all the Lawrence Phillips. Mm. <laughs> all right. He Lawrence and Phillip and hoes. You know what I mean? He like, yo, bro. So if the if the guy is not already in savage mode and he has not already figured out that these saints, <laughs> mm. the Chad and Tyrone type of guy, the Pookie. Like, the Pookie already realized that there's nothing special about many of these women that he's dealing with. He's like, all right, I'll take you, I'll take you, I'll take you. All right. He's He entered the game with a little bit of frame, with a little bit of confidence. He's He, he don't even have to be attractive. He's just that dude. And the girl's always just, oh, Pookie. He's a little bit dangerous, that guy. See, this guy already in savage mode, and he's nowhere near what the majority of men are. So what will happen is the women will experience in her in her spectrum, savage mode guy early because you are the nice guy. And that's you. And that's where 80% of men are. You're the nice dude. You're trying to nice your way. You're trying to banana split your way. You're trying to text message. You're trying to stay up on the phone all night ass trying to get your way into the girl. You're trying to friend zone your way into the girl. You're trying to study group your way into the girl. Okay. You're trying to be buddies with the girl. And then you're the cry on the shoulder, homeboy, after she get piped down by Savage Mode guy. You're the back acne and the acne awkward dude. You're the short dude with no confidence type dude. You're the skinny bird chested dude looking like a sunken chest, a, a pirate's dream. You're the guy that had never touched a girl before. You're the lengthy virgin type of girl, type of guy. So this, there's going to be an overlap. This is stage one for most men. Most men either start off knowing how to do this and they're good. They might have had older siblings that taught them the game. They already had natural game. They already had charisma. They weren't nervous around women. They weren't scared of women because they actually got women early in seventh and eighth grade. Okay. And then your ass. Most of us are here. And so what will happen is women will experience these guys up front and then they'll think all the rest of us are like that. 
or later on when they're at the last few stages of their lives, they'll come to you. And that's you. So you'll be this guy for 10, 12, 15 years, and you'll be stuck right here. You'll be stuck right here. In 15 years, you'll be. And that's and you're you. like, I'll get money and I'll start doing right. I'll do the right thing. I can't believe I'll never be like those jerks and those bad guys. Why do you date men like that? You know, all the guys like that. I'll never be. I'll never treat a woman like that. Meanwhile, you out here losing and snoozing. <laughs> yeah, you, Francisco. 15 years later, you'll finally get the girl. 15 years later, you'll turn Boyce Watkins. And you'll get down on bending knee with your fanny pack, talking about you used to eat Starbucks and Skittles. And she washed up. And she, you married a woman, right? And that's you. I finally won her over. That's you. And that's you. All right. So what happens after that stage? Okay. What happens after that stage? Well, it gets a little bit of money. It gets a little bit of money and cloudy. Because then there's another overlap. All right. So you have an overlap with most guys and most girls right here. Um, uh, most guys. And then there's going to be another overlap potentially. Remember, men can skip steps just like women can skip steps. All right. And so the overlap is going to be the broken heart stage. A nice guy will get the broken heart. And sometimes the savage mode guy will say, I don't want to be a player no more. Okay. I don't want to be a player no more. Want to be a player no more. So that's going to be stage two. So the stage two guy, you were the nice guy. You tried to do it right. You got your heart broken. Or the I don't want to be a player no more says I'm going to give up all my hoes. The savage guy guy says I don't want to be I don't want to be a player no more. I met a your woman. And so that guy will turn in his player card and he'll go try to get a good woman and he'll give up all his hoes. He'll give up his waist because he's like, all right, these girls ain't worth nothing. This girl seems to be a good girl. I won't do her wrong. And he'll be dedicated to her. And she'll be his ride or, ride or die, right? But the other guy who tried to be the nice guy will not get this advancement. He won't even advance to this particular stage yet. He don't got no hoes to give up. So eventually what he'll do, he'll get his hopes and dreams crushed out here, right? He'll get continue to get finessed and swindled on dates and all of these girls, one, two, three dates. Oh, I don't see anything here, but I'll just take the food and go home. And he's out here complaining on Facebook, ladies, uh, what do you think about this? And ladies, you should know this. And I have a rule about this. And then like you start hearing this bullshit and you're like, oh, boy. All right. And many men don't grow out of this. They're well in their 30s and 40s and they still trying to convince women to see it their way. So that's going to be stage two. All right. And the guy who was the savage guy will start to go and do something like settle down. Maybe he'll get a pregnancy scare and they'll be like, oh, I'll start doing the right thing. Right, I'll do the right thing about her. And it'll last just for long enough for him to get praying mantis. And he might get his heart broken. Now, what happens next? This is when we get a merger of the stages. So where the first two stages for men are separated by the 10% to 20% men and the rest. But now both of these men will return back. Well, one man will return back to savage mode. But the other guy will turn savage. Okay, so the other guy that was the nice guy or the guy that got finessed on dates, he'll get tired of it. He'll get tired of broke dating and he'll go back and savage. He'll be like, okay, what the hell is going on here? And then he'll finally listen to a couple of PUAs and they'll give him a couple of clues and he'll be like, what? And he'll see for himself and he's like, man, these saints. All right. And so he'll start treating them like that and he'll start getting a positive response from them. 
he'll get a positive response for treating women like garbage. He'll get a positive response by lying to women. Like the positive response is he'll get more women interested. He'll go to the gym. He'll get buff. He might grow into his, he'll, his acne will go away. He might change his hairstyle. He might grow a beard. He might take testosterone. Whatever it is, he'll start going savage. And he'll treat the women like garbage and he'll get a positive result. He'll start getting men, women interested in him. Maybe he's now 36 and now women that are 40 are interested in him. Women that are 21 are interested in him. And he's like, what's going on here? And he'll spin plates and get a rotation and he'll start to get in this vibe. And then there's going to be some women that comes along and says, don't you want to settle down? Remember, we get to the stage where they say, aren't you tired of the hookup culture? He's just getting started. He just got, look, he's just figured the formula out. He's like, what? Settle down. I'm 33. I missed out on the entire life from 16 to 27 or 16 to 32. You want me to do what? Kiss my ass, right? And he'll have plenty of women to rotate. And then these women will be like, well, you're just like the rest. And these kids don't, what's wrong with these guys? What's wrong with the guy? The guys that, they'll remember you. You wanted to commit to her early on. Now you moved on to savage mode. And now she's saying, and that's and you. she wants you to commit. And you're like, please. <laughs> what? Settle down? I just started fornicating with my 8th, 9th, 18th, 50th, 11th woman. I'm going to enjoy this carousel. He's like, settle down? I think not. And he banging everything. He banging everything that can walk and breathe. Because he missed out. Because he was awkward, gangly, goofy, broke, poor, no swag, not gangster enough, not hood enough, not thuggish. He missed out on all of that. Now he banging everything. He don't even stop. He, this guy might have got married and divorced. He's like, oh, you broke my heart? This is his whole face. He's like, no. <laughs> well, you look like a good father, and you've been married before, and you look like good relationship material. You're the good guy. Gotta get my Wait, bag and run. Not that one. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what? I ain't settling down. <laughs> you want him to settle down? And he's like. He going to nightclubs. He at the junior college. He like. <laughs> He's like, oh, hell. Oh. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Shit. Like what? He living a free agent lifestyle. He now can afford to. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. He's like, what? He got that Ric Flair drip. He finally can afford some clothes. He got some swag. He bought his first suit. He got his first first-class ticket to the Philippines, and she talking about settling it down. He call, and the dude's calling him a trick. Oh, you just a trick. Now, also in this one, the guy that gave up all his hoes, he's going to return back to savage mode, too. All right, so he's going to get swindled. He's going to get child support swindled. He thought he was in love. He might get his heart broken, and then he'd become bitter and hurt, and he'll be out here with these hoes, too. <laughs> All right. So then women are stuck. So women are now 38, 39, 40, 41, 42. And most of the men are either at the junior college, they're bitter and hurt, they're divorced, they didn't pay child support. They, they're like, ma'am, 
what you're offering is no bueno. He's at the junior college. He's like, so this is where women are saying, what's wrong with men today? What happened? Where did all the men Yeah, go? that's what we're like, who hurt these guys? And these guys are all hurt. Well, you have to remember, they started off bad. They started off from 16 to 27 struggling, 16 to 28, 32 struggling. They finally got in their mode. And then we go on, we telling you we're being savage. And they're like, what's wrong with these guys? They, they're afraid to commit. And they're getting their first taste of going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, a calendar full of 304s for the first time in their life when women have already lived that life already. He's like, already, what? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, love. When I think about you, the feelings can't explain why after all this time, <laughs> he got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, love. Now, what's going to happen after that? <laughs> it's not all fun and games, guys. What's going to happen after that is you're going to get a scare. All right. Just like the women got a scare, you're going to get your first scare. You're going to get drugged and robbed and beaten by a junior college girl in Miami. You're going to get your watch taken. Okay. You're going to get an STD. You're going to get the clap. <laughs> you're gonna get a wake-up call you're gonna get a pregnancy scare two of the hoes you messing with gonna show up pregnant and you're like what all right wait two of y'all hoes got pregnant mm. you're gonna get scared straight all right so the next <laughs> it ain't all funny games man it ain't all funny games all right so let's get back to reality stage four you're gonna get scared straight all right. Or you're going to run out of money or you're going to run out of hoes. All right. So at some particular point, maybe you turn 45 and your testosterone dec decreases. And you're like, well, I don't need eight in a rotation. I'll take three. Then you'd be like, I'll just take two. Then you might say, I'll take none. Right. <laughs> you'd be like, none. You'll get, to, you'll get straight, scared straight. Guys, let me tell you something. If you're out here playing with too many women, you're going to get an STD. You're going to get an STI. And I wish dating coaches would be more on front with that. I don't listen to them, so maybe they are. But if they're telling you to bone 200, 200, 300, 1,000 women, you're going to be full of STIs. You're going to be full of one. And if you're really, really nasty out here, you'll get the heavy jibbies. You'll get the package. You'll get the monkeypox. Okay? So that's just a fact. You'll get scared straight, and you'll be like, these holes ain't worth it. Or you'll be like, man, these things, you know what I mean? You're like, I just can't deal with them. You know what I mean? Or, or, or you'll stop being a nasty boy and you'll say, I'll never go. I'll have girls, but I won't go low quality. I'll stop hang, dating low hanging fruit. So a woman that you would have been nasty with, you just be like, I can't do it no more. And then that will severely limit the amount of women that you can get. So you'll get scared straight. Right. And then they'll, you'll say nobody under 25 and they have to be at eight, nine or 10. Well, that means your rotation ain't going to be very big. It's not going to be very big. There's the, the likelihood that you can get a multiple of those and have the time for that is slim to none. So then you start settling in for one, maybe two or going overseas or you start doing something like that. So you'll get scared straight. OK. Um, let me see here. Somebody said nasty boy for life. And then. The next stage is going to be this right here is going to be stage number five, indifference. 
Stage number five is indifference. So this indifference stage right here is a an interest in difference. It's a stage that you're you're impervious to women. You're impervious to the pain of relationship. You're you're non-emotional. You're kind of just like, eh. You know, many women can't offer you anything and you become indifferent. You're not mesmerized anymore. They're not magical. You kind of know what they're going to do before they even do it. And some women try to run some Sully game on you and you're just like. Mm. So you've been there, done that. And men get to this particular point at some point, they're indifferent towards women. And it comes off as hate. It comes off, well, you just don't like women. No, I'm just, they don't appear magical anymore. I'm not mesmerized. And most of you, every you guys all do the same thing. You lie on your back, and I do 90% of the work, and I bust a nut, and then, yeah. Sometimes they put their paw out and ask for money. Sometimes they ask for time. Sometimes they want to string you along, and you're just like, eh, I'm indifferent. Unless they're really, really magical, you really are just, eh. Sometimes you might have been a guy before you became indifferent. You might have been mesmerized by booty implants or breast implants or, or makeup or hair extent, you might have been mesmerized by that before, but then you become indifferent. You're like, that means nothing. You actually will want somebody without all of that. You'll be like, eh. <laughs> You'll be like, breast implant, and You know, you've been there, done that. you kind of been there and done that with a variety of women that now there's no more mystery. Like, oh, I wish I had a flat back to Kaylee. I wish I had a flat back to Kaylee that was 20. I wish I had a chocolate assistant. I wish I had a gordita. And then you will experience all of it, and then there's no more magic. And it's going to be hard for them women to come in and convince you to settle down or any of that. You're just like, eh, it's not worth it. You're not worth it. You're kind of. So for women to try to deal with men as, as actually late 30s until their 40s going into 50s, the guys become very indifferent by you. There are some simps still out here hanging on to their player card. But they're kind of faking it. They couldn't bang you more than two times in a week. You give him two pieces of piece leave in a week and he'll be tapped out. So he talking a big game, but he can't do much, right? He can't do much. I got All he needs is two times at that, maybe one. And he'll need five-day recovery, and then he'll need another one. Okay, So the man becomes indifferent, and he becomes impervious to any of these advances by women of any age. Because then they'll be like, uh, uh, like the indifferent guy, they'll be like, oh, why don't you come out and meet me at 9 o'clock, and then we'll go out to a lounge, we'll smoke cigars, we'll have a drink, and then we'll go to a restaurant after that, and then we'll hang out at the lounge, and then we'll come home at 2 o'clock, I'll take care of you, daddy. And he's like, no. Meet me at 2 in the afternoon on lunch break, I'll pound it out, I'll get my nut, and you can go scramble. I'll give you 250 bucks, <laughs> call it even. I ain't hanging out all night for the possibility of sex. The possibility of sex is nothing to him. He will invest no time. I'm like, no, neither will he move a woman in. Move in, let me move it. No, 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 no. So indifference is the stage where the guy uh, becomes impervious to, but this is on a spectrum. The guy become he can be indifferent to women at an earlier age. Maybe he's the guy that struggled with women all his life and he never experienced the 304 phase, his 304 phase, and then he becomes indifferent to the woman then. So he'll say, I'll go monk mode. I'll just be a hermit. I'll stay inside. I'll be an introvert. I'll stay behind my computer. I'll work on my skills. I'll stay playing video games. I'll watch Prawn. So he becomes indifferent way earlier. And then he's the guy, he's the engineer doctor. He's the crypto genius, right? 
and he never developed into his his looks or his confidence. So that's where he'll be coming different. All right, uh, last stage for men is this stage right here. <laughs> when you get to this, um, let me see here, uninterested. Age number five is uninterested. This guy is putting in no time. He don't care about no game. He don't really want no peace leave unless it drop down, lie down on his bed. He's uninterested. Ah, get a, get away. He's like the guy that he's not a dirty old man. He's a grumpy old man. Grumpy old man. He don't want it around. He don't want to talk to you. He wake up in the morning grumbling. Okay. He's uninterested. He's uninterested in long conversations with women. He actually snippy and snappy with women. <laughs> He outside at the post store. God damn, Helen. Like, what are you doing? He cussing out women. <laughs> he cussing out everybody, but he's like, he don't, he, he's just uninterested. <clears throat> he come home. He got his black church socks with his shorts, with his damn suspenders overalls on. He got his wife beater on. He get his beer. He like, whatever, man. Black snake moan. Well, if you want to come and fill on me, if you want to, he got a Filipino nurse that give him a bath once a week, once a week, once a month. That's enough for me. Just give me my bath. Ling Ling, you coming over? <laughs> He's like, Ling Ling, you coming over on Tuesday? Ling Ling says, I'll be there, daddy. All right, just come on over. Just fill on me. Just fill on me for a little bit. Here's a little bit of money. Get on out of here. Cause he's still going to want a little bit of touch, you know. He's still human, but he he putting in zero time. All right, and he don't care about what nobody say. His grandkids come along. Hey, uh, granddad, who is that lady out here rubbing in between your legs? That's my nurse. <laughs> he going to Thailand and Taiwan, and he don't give a damn. He like I'm going to go have some fun. He'll show up in his hotel room like sin of a woman. Where are the girls? <laughs> He'll get touched up and down one or two times. All right, ladies, leave. Have what you want. Anyway. <laughs> All right, we got to get in here. Those are the spectrums for men. That's the spectrum for men and the spectrum for women. All right. Everybody is not one dimensional. And I think for us in this manosphere is we have to start thinking about this. You say, well, you're a trick and you're a pimp and you're a Mac and you're a player and you have game and you're one dimensional in your approach. And then you think you're only going to deal with one dimensional type of woman. It's not true. All of us are overlapping. Everybody's overlapping. We're ebbing and flowing through these stages. And when you say a guy is a trick versus a guy that has game, you're both doing dealing with the same women. You're not dealing with, I'm only dealing with non-304s, good, virtuous women, and I'm running game on them. That's got to be the most ignorant opinion of a, nope, I have game, and I'm only dealing with the modest, good Proverbs 31 women, and I'm corrupting them. Mm. I'm, all, I'm running game on virgins. You're out of your mind. You're running game on the same 304s that came leaking from their sugar daddy. Or that had a Chad or Tyrone or had an open relationship or is married. Or is the good girl and you're corrupting her. 
get it and understand what it is. It's the, the it's the same type of women ebbing and flowing through several areas of the spectrum, just as you are. You didn't have game at some particular point. Now you believe you do. In essence, you were a scrub at one particular point, a dirty and a dusty, and now you cleaned yourself up. Now you're in your confidence stage. Well, what are you? You're a you're moving through the spectrum. All right. Anyway, continuing. Let's get to the cash apps. We got to get out of here. Who's texting me? Who the hell is this? Shout out to Pendar says, please do a show with Terrence Pop. I think I did already. No, we scheduled it and we didn't make it happen. Shout out to Terrence Pop. Darren B says, coach, they going to cry in the car on the way home in the building. Now, people want to ju- listen. Uh, you can debate me on this one. It would be a waste of time. Some of these guys that claim to have success with women only have success with women as of late. But they were goofy as hell three years ago. Or they could say they were having success with women three years ago. And then you look at some of the pictures that have came out and people didn't do some exposés on them. And they was with donkeys. All right. They were with donkeys. They weren't with hot chicks. They were with scabs and scrags and strags. All right. Or you never see them with any pictures of no women. But they out here. Okay. It is what it is. Shout out to Lot Pockets. He says, you have the, I just want to go to the late clip. I think it's, um, I tried to use it and it's so much, it's so fuzzy. But I'm going to try to find it. I just want to go to the late. Jay Flow. He says, for the you can't find me fund. <laughs> Coach gang. Oh, man, I can't wait to see what they pull next. He's dodging service. It's my constitutional right. I need to be served in order and in advance. All right. Preferably in whatever the time window. They'll try to proceed without me. If you know anything about the legal system, proceed is a significant word. If you say you are ready and ready to proceed, game on. And now you cannot pull back. So uh, people in the legal system that think they can get over on people legally, they will try to proceed without you and get a default judgment. Um, They will try that. But um, I'm a little bit more knowledgeable. But it's again, I don't even have to fight. It's actually crazy. Shout out to uh, Amari McBride. He says, I knew game was a laughing stop stock when I saw the game artist teaching losers and incels how to be bad boys. And I saw a video titled how to text like an alpha. LOL. He says, these guys are going to have a bunch of incels running around here in leather biker vests running game thinking they're bad boys. And I actually always tell you guys, um, if you have experience with women, women don't have game per se. All right. Their game is actually despicable. All right. They will jump on our high. Hello. They don't have game. But what I'm going to say is they're really naturally inclined to know who's who. They're not stupid when it comes to this. They have an instinct, a survival instinct to know who's who and who's what. Every now and then you might be able to lie and finesse just a little bit. But with that being said, if your game is weak as hell, you're dealing with women that have dealt with game for a long time. They've been ran game on for quite a long time. You got to get them fresh out of the box if you think you're going to run game on a woman. If she has any level of experience and you're a goofball and you just got how to text like an alpha game, it ain't going to work, bro. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Your ass going to get ran in circles because she's already used to dealing with this. By the way, a typical average woman has been hit on in a ver- variety of ways at least nine times a day. 
nine times a day, a woman has experienced an introduction, an open door, a hey, how you doing, ma'am, a head nod, a wink, a sly, slow, slow pimping react, a hardcore game approach, a hardcore cold, cold, cold approach, at least nine times a day. They don't think so, but they have because they don't think that the amount of people that actually did these things are worthless. I mean, are worth anything. So they're like, not really. But yes. How you doing, ma'am, is some sort of try to entry into the bullshit. He's not being nice for nothing. So most women experience this stuff or at least somebody's leering at them, staring at them or rubbernecking them. They experience this shit all day, every day. Here you come with your one bullshit. All right, I got my one shit here that I learned from my guy. And please. Stop. Believe me, she's seen that shit already. Not only that, somebody already bought the course that already tried that shit. So I'm just giving you guys an understanding of what's going on here. If you really going to be about game, be about it. Don't come out here faking. <laughs> Don't come out here faking with that bullshit. You're going to get knocked off. And not only that, you're going to end up running game on low-hanging fruit. Which I will tell, tell you, low-hanging fruit gets more advances than attractive women. They get more cold approach advances than attractive women. Because no matter how you slice it, attractive women don't get straight up cold approach advances. They get subway like they get they get like around the way advance. Uh, nobody cold, cold approaches an attractive woman. <laughs> nobody walks up. I'm going to whip some game on you. You a nine. All right. I'm going to roll all over your ass and all this shit. She coming out the place. She a high court hat. She a high class escort on the side. While she's studying in that UCLA, she ain't getting no hardcore cold approach. Okay. Low hanging fruit, straggle daggles, gorditas, mud sharks, pogs. Uh, did I say straggle daggles? All right. They get in the cold approach like hell because you know that there's a chance of success of getting one. But as soon as you see some woman that looks good looking, your ass clam up. And any good-looking woman, she's getting, like, um, the word I'm looking for is slipping my mind. But nobody's coming direct at her. They ain't coming direct. Sit your ass down right here. Pull up this chair. Let me tell you about it. Let me pull your hair. Nobody's coming direct at them. They're coming sideways at her ass. They coming around the way. They're trying to appear here and be seen and nice. They wait. Because you got more to lose. Yeah, you messing with passively. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, that's kind of the word I'm looking for. You're passively attacking attractive women. You're not going direct at them. Because you know, you're like, oh, this is my one chance. Don't mess it up. By the way, there's not that many attractive women for it. So for a guy to sit here and say they bang all attractive women is nonsense. It's subjective as hell. Passive aggressive attacks on attractive women. Yeah. So... With that being said, like if, dude, you see an attractive, by the way, most men never really see attractive women in their whole life and their whole day because not, there's not that many of them. And not only that, if you're a ham and egger, if you're a clock puncher, if you're a nine to fiver, the women that you see are not the attractive women of the world. They don't even operate in your damn echelon. You don't even operate in there. They're in a the whole nother parallel universe that you don't even see. Why? They live a lifestyle that you can't even be around. Now, you might think you see attractive women, but those are the damn eights that are that are of uh, the, uh, the, the those are the eights. You don't even see the nines or tens. 
they wake up at 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the afternoon. You at work typing in your damn cubicle. Then they at Starbucks at 1130. They getting dropped. They getting picked up in a Lamborghini at two. They're getting flown to Costa Rica. They come back. Yo ass barely clocking off of work. <laughs> you ain't seen them. You ain't seen them all damn day. Then while your ass at home with your hands in your pants like Al Bundy, she up in the L.A. rooftop bar, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock with millionaires. And on the weekend, she take a helicopter rides. While you at the beach with that damn white cream on your nose. Trying to run game on the attractive women you think you see. You ain't seen no damn attractive women. And if you don't live in a big city, you ain't seen none. I trust me, you have not. They getting flown to Dubai. They in first class. Then you bump in there while you checking in on coach and you see her sitting in first class and you like, I saw the most beautifulest woman in the world. Yeah. Rich dudes see these girls. Yep. Yoga class at two. They on Pilates at 11. They back in the crib at 2.30, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock. They taking a nap so they can come out and get dressed. They pre-gaming at 9.30 and 10. And your ass sleeping right here with your hands in your pants after jacking off. Squish squashy. Period. You ain't even in the echelon. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You ain't even seen them. You don't even cross paths with them. You might see them when she's dressed down in her yoga pants at the grocery store, and she just picking up a couple of items because her refrigerator is full of leftovers from Fleming's, Ruth's, Chris, Mastro's. She's like, let me pick up a couple of things. And you see her dressed down, and you're like, oh, I think I got a chance at her. Watch her dress up. You ain't got no chance. No chance at hell. Please. You see her when she dressed down, you're like, perhaps I'll get with her. You might have bumped into her at the grocery store, and that's if your boss left you out to a 30-minute lunch break. <laughs> All right. Please, just let you know, man, that's how it works, and I think people be out here lying. I'll be out with her with nines and tens. No. They be out here with eights and, and really hot sevens. <laughs> and ain't no nothing wrong with it, but that's just what it is. Statistically, there's not that many beautiful women in the world. There's 4 billion women on the world on earth. Maybe 10% of them are highly attractive. And if you ain't in Singapore, Tokyo, Los Angeles, New York, Miami, if you ain't in these major metropolitan areas, do do Dubai, the United Arab Emirates. Um, if you're not in um, come on, man. If if you and I was in Sydney, if you're not in these places, you're not seeing attractive women. You're not in Milwaukee with nines. <laughs> you're you're not in San Antonio with nines. No, no. They're yeah, London, London. I mean, these places you got to be in these specific places. That's where they at. On yachts and boats. They're they're doing shit that you ain't ever be around. Paris. That's another place. Paris. You got to be in these places, man. Of course, there'll be an exception to the rule. But out of 4 billion women, maybe less 4 million of them are hot. They're top echelon. You're not in their echelon. It's all relative. No, it's not. Beauty is not subjective. I'm going on Kevin Samuels with this one. 
beauty is very objective. Beauty is not subjective. No, it's not. Everybody knows what beauty is. I'm not playing that. Well, it's all, it just me. No, you're in Tupelo, Mississippi. There's no beautiful women there. <laughs> there's some good looking women there. There's some attractive women there. But trust me, they're not there in Tupelo. Yeah, Montreal is another place. Those are great. Toronto. Everybody knows what's what. Don't tell me that somebody in San Antonio is the hot chick in San Antonio. Put her ass in line with somebody in Montreal, Toronto, New York, L.A., California. They will blow them out the water. Period. I'm just telling you, man, it's not subjective. It's pretty much objective. You can line them up. You know where they at. Don't tell me that they over here, they sitting around here in Columbus, Ohio. There's some hot girls. There's some cute girls. There's some very attractive girls. But when you talk about the top, no. Yeah, I mean Manhattan, New York. Manhattan, New York. Yeah, Stockholm or some shit like that. All right, anyway. So you might be knocking down the tens in Fifth Ward, Houston. <laughs> fifth Ward, but come on. Those people aren't tens anywhere else but in Fifth Ward. And you can argue with me all day long. You just around them long enough to believe that these are the top people in the world. Then they're not. They're not. They're, they're nice. I'm not saying, but they're not the top in Fifth Ward. Shout out to... Uh, Marcus M, he says, what's up, coach? I'm part of the replay thing. I ain't telling you nothing you don't already know, but you changing lives out here. Don't let the new, 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 new world order get you down. Keep talking your ish, man. Thank you, brother. I'm trying. He says, what about Philly? No, Philly ain't it. <laughs> Philly's not the top of the echelon. I'm not saying there's ugly women, all ugly women in Philly, but yeah, you're going to find one or two. Her, her father owns the Philadelphia 76ers or some shit like that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like her father owns the Liberty Bell or something awkward like that. And you were like, oh, that's the top. But she don't hang out in Philly. She live in Philly and she'll sit front row seat at the Sixers game when she's in town. But then she's in Turk King's Caicos. She's on a yacht somewhere in the middle of uh, Epstein Island. And she's been there. Her <laughs> All right. Anyway. She's there when she's there. She's the top broad when she's there. But I guarantee you, she ain't in Philly all day long. She she grew up in Philadelphia, though. She grew up in the outskirts outside of Philadelphia. And then she went to college at USC. Or she went to college at Alabama. And she came back. And then she'd be jet-setting and bar-hopping. I mean, hopping. May have Monaco. Monaco's another one of them. You're going to see the upper echelon. And a lot of guys will say, well, those aren't my type of women. Exactly. Because you can't get them. You know, I don't like them old, tall, mile-long leg, flat back. Okay, well, let me tell you something. When it comes down to who's going to earn some money, it's going to be them, not Lizzo's, not lot lizards, not women with big-ass eyelashes curled up, sitting on top of it. They're not the hot chicks. They're not even in demand. And if they are on demand, they will get pulled on a boat by three white guys, and they will defile her. This is a family show. They will do some things to her. 
that would be despicable. And they'll send you back. They'll send her back to Shotlanta and you'll be simping over her. I'm killing Dre today. <laughs> yeah, they'll be in Santorini, Greece, defiling that person. And send her back, straggle daggle, and they will lowball her for that effort. And this woman will think she won life. I paid, they paid me 250. Yeah, Prague is another one of the places, upper echelon. <laughs> um, guys, look on it's it's right here in front of you. It's right here in front of you. And I actually talked to young women, they're like, Yep, this dude right here. I had this old rich white guy. He invited me up to the street, sweet. He asked me to pee on him. He peed on me. I got my money and I ran. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> it's a cold, cold world out here. Shout out to SAU or the contractor. He says, damn coach, now I understand why they don't want to hop in my 2006 pickup Dodge truck. I'm a broke Latin ninja. I once dated a girl who was upper echelon in career and all of this stuff. Beauty wise, she was decent. I was driving the Ford Explorer. She used to get in my car and be like, <laughs> she used to drive in AMGs and Lamborghinis and Porsches. She used to get in my Ford Explorer and be like, she used to probably think, what am I doing? I must have been piping it down good for her because she was like, she had to be thinking. She probably thinks to this day, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, for real, she probably like, what was I thinking? I remember one day I, I I got this car, a person that I had, a friend a friend of mine, they had a um stick shift Audi and he let me borrow it. So I went to go pick her up. I was like, I'm gonna pick her up in this Audi stick shift. I barely knew how to drive it, but I was decent with it, but I was all right. So for some reason, right before I picked her up, something happened with the transmission to where I couldn't get it in the first and second gear, right? But it was right before I picked her up. It was like at a stoplight. I remember I shifted into the turn and then i heard something i was like what was that and i was hoping oh it's all right pick her up in the car pick her up in the car and i'm stalling i think i'm about to impress her my shit breaks down she got to walk back to where i picked her up in high heels in the summer in the summer sweating and i'm sitting there like this is how i'm sitting in the car <laughs> i'm like <sighs> i'm watching my life flash in front of me i'm watching her walk off Clack, clack, clack in high heels. Because I picked her up from work from lunch. She clack, 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 walking, sweating. I was like, man. It was a wrap after that. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. Drop the ball. Drop the ball. <laughs> hey, man. Yep, I watched them feet just walk away. Damn. I was like, that's going to be it. That's a Rapsky. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was. Game over. Because I'm trying to, y'all, I'm about to impress. Yeah, man. It was a messy. 
It was a mess. Sometimes you fumble the bag, man. Hey, those are li- you got to live and learn, bro. You got to live and learn. And so when you try that, it was listen. The thing was, I wasn't. It was the wrong. It was. It was. I wasn't in the right place. I actually had her just giving her salami and piping her down. But I'm trying to show her this and move up and end up fumbling the whole thing. Uh, but that's how dudes learn. You know what I mean? You learn that way. Yeah, she, you know, those type of things, man. You think you're about to win, you get her, and then she loses a little bit of respect for you, and she like, damn, got me walking back in the damn, you know. It's crazy. Trying to do too much. Trying to do too much. He says, never beat a broke ninja. Yep, I was broke doing trying to do too much. All right, I should have waited it out. Now, I look back at the picture of her. I see a picture of her. I'll be like, damn, what did I even see in her? She averages best. But in my world at the time, I was so had so little leverage. She was like to me. I'm like, what was I doing? What was I even thinking? Uh, This happens to a lot of men. We got to wrap it up. This happens to a lot of men. You get sprung over a woman or a woman gets sprung over you. And all your friends are like, what do you what do you see in this person? But to you, you're like, she's my everything. I like the way she combs her hair. I like the stylish clothes she wears. It's just a little thing she do. You know, she juggled your balls just right. And you just like, that's the first time somebody juggled it right. And then you, you, um, you don't see what the rest of the world sees. It's like shallow how you see Gwyneth Paltrow, but she's not Gwyneth Trump. And it is not until you break up and you level up and you get to a place in life where then you look back and you was like, what was I doing? What was I simping? Why was I blue peeled over this? You got to get out of that fog. All right, we almost done. You got to get out of the fog, man. And you got to really level up. Once you level up and you get to a position, you'll be all right. Shout out to Zabion. Sorry about that. I will give you a nerve. Uh, I messed up. So anyway, he says, fire show tonight, coach. Keep preaching the hard truth and dropping rods of gods from the orbit from the year 2032. We out here. I'm going to have to get a thunder rod sound effect. Because I was out here, I was out here whipping y'all into the ropes today, hitting you with the Chico Santana flying elbow. All right, appreciate you. Thanks for all the contributions, man. We're going to get out of here. Money Mindset in the morning, I believe. It might be later in the morning because I got something to do, maybe potentially later, earlier in the morning. Maybe, maybe. I don't want to give it away. But um, that may be what I have to do later. Uh, It may be later. But Money Mindset. And we'll figure out the rest. I actually have a uh, videographer doing some work with me tomorrow. So it's going to be a busy day. But I'm going to still try to get them double streams in here. Shout out to the <laughs> shout out to the ladies, man, and the gorditas. Have fun with your big ladies today. And we out of here, brothers. Peace.